Blog Talk Radio. Use the 
seven heaven. What else in hell can you get an open line to heaven at 11-11? Emerge at the other end of the meditation portals and elevated walk tools. Even some abort tools. Any questions, comments, or concerns, press one. For everyone else, thanks for attending another session. I'm pleased to teach, but it's an honor to learn. Certainly, courtesy of KTL University. Oh, please don't be frightened. I'm terribly sorry about this. You are. Peace, peace, peace to you and yours, peace to you and yours. This is No The Ledge Radio, and you are now rocking with the best. Yes, indeed, this is your host, Brother Blue Pill, soon to be joined by my co-host, Brother Red. All right, so with no further ado, call it from the 347. Peace. Peace, peace. Peace to you and yours. Welcome to No The Ledge. It's good. All right, yeah, I just need you to let me know, you know, what my audio is because I, um... Not on my phone. I can't use my phone for some reason. It's like, you know, what I told you earlier. I don't know if it's the solar storms. When I was speaking to you where I was at, it was coming through. But when I got clearer to, you know, where I'm broadcasting from, it was no service at all. So I had to run back home. Uh, Pardon the uh, tardiness family or what have you. But I had to get to a, a live signal. Now, um funny thing happened, you know, I was designated to make my way back to uh to NY today, you know, and for some unspeakable reasons, you know, that didn't materialize. Okay? Yeah. You know, everything was set up. I was on my way, and for for whatever reason, it got shut down. You know what I'm saying? And then I, I learned about, I found out about the weather, the impending weather in New York. So I'm still trying to figure some things out and find out what's really good. But nonetheless, uh, Omi, Mama Pill, put me on and said that, uh, there was a, a business expo, a black expo out here in California. You know what I'm saying? So we Googled it, and it was a black business expo. And they were having it in this church. It's a church on Crenshaw that it's like it's the biggest church out here, huh? Crenshaw? On the, on the Shaw, as I was told, it's called on the Shaw. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So, on the way to the Shaw, you know, matter of fact, yeah, even on the way to the Shaw, I ran into one of our um, KTL family members. He was coming out of CVS. He was like, from KTL Media? Yo, why even the other day, I'm on Crenshaw getting the shape up, you know what I'm saying, and his barber comes over with one of them smartphones and he got a picture on his smartphone. He look at his phone, look at me he's like, yo, that that's you, son? It was your picture though. I was like, nah, that, that's my brother. You know, he's, on he's like, is more? Huh? Yeah, I'm flagging on Instagram. He was on Instagram? 
It looked like he was on FB. He just had a picture, though. You know what I'm saying? One of the, uh, one of our Morris brethren, um, if I remember this brother's attribute. And I, I meant to tell you as well, I met some Morris out here last weekend when I went to the black market. Okay, shout out to the entire Morris nation. Shout out to the family. They got a lodge, um, a temple for that matter on Crenshaw as well. Um, definitely going to try to pass or I try, but I'm going to attempt to make my presence felt. But nonetheless, you know, I've seen a young guard, you know, shout out to the young guard. I um, went to this, 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 this business expo, and again, like I said, it, it totally fortifies and exemplifies what I'm saying about this particular market being so wide open, you know, so wide open to be introduced to new and innovative things because the people out here are very open-minded and very resourceful. Um, there's a level of indoctrination, like, you know, because the church put this one together, you feel me? And, you know, they they, they on that, you know what I'm saying? People is pretty much on that, but there's a throughway. you know what I'm saying? It's definitely a throughway. If you're about your business and you got a good heart, you know, that's going to shine through. That's going to speak to people, whoever you are, wherever you're at. So, you know, it definitely um, definitely was a uh, a benefit, you know, just to be in the presence of these beautiful people out here. You know, real talk. Hold on, brother. You back with us? Yes, sir. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, man, a lot of things, you know what I'm saying? And I would love to share everything with the family, but unfortunately I can't. You know, we're going to be forming some sort of uh, think tank slash investment group, you know what I'm saying? So those that are serious about jumping on these opportunities, because these, these joints are God-given. You feel me? Like, I got my direct connection and communication with that higher source. And I don't think that he wants me to just be throwing these pearls. So we need to know that people are serious about really advancing these opportunities to the next level. And I'm definitely, uh, you know, I'll be the first one to share. You know what I'm saying? I'll be the first one to bring what I got to the table and be like, look. And, uh, yeah, just, you know, just a plethora of information, a plethora of of mentorships, you know, elders that are in the game, you know what I'm saying, have been doing this for a while, and they haven't seen youthful energy like myself in a minute, you know, and they're just willing to, 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 to build, you know what I'm saying? They're willing to build. They're willing to, uh, to share their knowledge of the game and their resources. You feel me? Yeah. So, and, you know, I don't know if I ever mentioned it to anyone, but uh, <laughs> L.A. is a beautiful place. You know what I'm saying? California is is the land of gold. Real talk. Ice Cube and them know what they was talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, baby, baby. You know, shout out to New York. Shout out to the NY family. Shout out to the East Coast. Shout out to my Philly family. Shout out to my BMO family. You know what I'm saying? Ah, Shout out, young Amir. Yeah, I gotta come see you. I ain't forget about you. 
You heard? I'm going to bring you a skateboard, too. Yeah. No, you're not. You don't do skateboard. Hold on. Yeah, Marina Del Rey is beautiful, Patrice. I'm just talking about uh-huh. breathtaking. Like, these are, when they, you know, when they be telling you that English is not sufficient, where they haven't come up with specific words to express certain things, I was so lame and mundane and linear. There are sites, there are, there are, there's a horticulture, there's just plants, there's flowers out here that I can't explain to you, B. Mama Pill. Please come talk to these people real quick, like one or two minutes. I'm trying to express to them that they're not words in the English language sufficient enough to express the beauty of some of these plants and these flowers oh, oh, yeah. and, and, and just the scenery out here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh. even the, the, the people. Okay. I'll say something. You, this oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, I want to say hi to the Know the Ledge audience and the Red Pill yeah, and, KT's on tonight too, yeah. Oh, and Archie Degree is there. Yeah, he's about to be yeah. there. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's raining in New York, oh. so just pardon me, you know. Yeah, yeah, well, oh, yeah they're kind of melancholy. Oh, well, it's sunny well, it's sunny, gotta, and, it's sunny and right here. Yeah, <laughs> and there's there are flowers everywhere. And they are okay. there are tropical flowers here that if you go to New York City, in the florist, and you want to buy like the bird of paradise or uh, the jasmine that just blooms everywhere when you walk by the jasmine. The scent of jasmine is all permeating in the air. So you could be thinking some funky thoughts about something, and then all of a sudden that jasmine hits your nostrils, and I'm telling you, it just dissipates all the negative. I'm so serious about that. And I mean, you know, there are palm trees and there, there um, vegetation. It's just vegetation everywhere. I mean, it's it's so beautiful. I mean, and now uh, Paul and I are residing in the hood. We are we are in Crenshaw, uh, and hey, that's the hood. That. That's love yeah, that. but there are people. There are people that when I, when we told when I told people, oh yeah, I've relocated to L.A. and I'm getting ready to open up. Um, you know, like a business, living business space. They say, well, don't do it in um in the Crenshaw area because that's the hood, and certain people <laughs> will come over there. Yeah, oh, we who riding? We throwing but, it but, up. But oh, Macy's is here, and guess what? Starbucks is here. So All guess right. what? Somebody knows something. And the yeah. other day, I was sitting in Starbucks, and the mayoral candidate came in there and introduced herself to me. She didn't win Tuesday, but she was in Starbucks. And up the road from Crenshaw, she was she went to the soul food restaurant where Magic jo- Johnson were, and all those Democrats that were backing her. But um, outside of outside of that Starbucks that day, when I was walking out, I know it was the brother that's on the Shark Bar. He was out there in shark his tank. yeah in the Shark Tank. He was outside shark of Starbucks, tank. and I know I know it was him. I didn't want to interrupt him because he was on his BlackBerry. But oh, Damon. I, he probably Damon. he probably he probably owns that Starbucks on Crenshaw. Somebody owns that. Man. Yeah, he I probably he owns know. it. But the place is beautiful. I'm telling you, we already summertime here, and Sorry, apologize. To all you have to do is 
like get on a plane and come and check it out for yourself because um yeah. when we set up shop and we had this grand opening you know, yeah, we're gonna try to work something out when we invite but, people out. But uh, do I have like another five minutes? Nah. Yeah, you got about four. Okay. Well, listen, I um I did want to come on um with a group of the people that went to Honduras with me, but it's just been kind of hard to get everybody's schedule to like sort of gel at the it's same time. But I want yeah. to announce to the people that um I I was blessed to be able to bring back some herbs from Honduras. And so what I want the what I want the KTL family to do is Wikipedia soursop because I brought back soursop leaves from the jungles of Honduras at from the mm-hmm. healing the Uche healing village. I was like knowing I was going to come through customs and bring it, and nobody was going to stop me and take it. I I, I left the village with those um, soursop leaves because I would get up every morning. And 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 um, pick up the soursops off the ground when they would drop to the ground because they drop to the ground when they're ripe. And then I would pick mm-hmm. leaves every morning, so I gathered a large amount of soursop leaves. So I don't have enough time to tell the medicinal value of soursop, but lately yeah. in the news in the United States, they've been talking about how soursop has the chemical ingredients in it that cures cancer. So everybody, yeah, just yeah, Wikipedia soursop. Just Wikipedia it and it comes up. Another uh thing that I got uh through customs were uh tamarind um pot the tamarind seeds. Uh mm. so because the tamarind grows wild in Honduras and that's one of the drinks that uh Dr. Sabi's uh chef creates a tamarind drink for us to drink every day, like either with our, um, our no, with our afternoon meal. So I have some Beautiful. tamarind also. So I have that. I have uh, soursop leaves from the jungle, wild harvest soursop leaves that I picked, and I have tamarind that I also got from the jungles of Honduras, and I have both of those things available. I have both of those things available on my website for that $23 shopping cart special. So go to greenleaf-herbs.com and be the lucky one. So with educate yourself, family. I went all the way to the jungles and got this stuff for you. So you go to Wikipedia, see the medicinal values of the soursop leaf, see the medicinal value of wild tamarind, and then click on that special shopping cart and bless yourself with a treat. Yeah, I've been hearing a lot about soursop lately. They are in full swing, pushing that, you know, promoting it through uh, marketing for its medicinal values and stuff like that. So, um, Yeah, they're going hard with that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they're going hard. Yeah. Well, I'm telling the oxy chemo special is still on till um till June the summer solstice. Yeah, she said her oxy chemo special is still good until the to the uh, summer solstice. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Still so special. still a special going on. Uh, you want to reiterate what that special is? Just yeah. put it on the record. Yeah, it's the um, it's the it's the oxy blood 
um, compound. All of these are my spring tonic specials because traditionally as, as people of African descent, there was always a mother or a grandmother or aunt or someone in the family that would give us the spring tonic because they understood, you know, we sort of eat differently in the winter months. So it's very important to purge the blood and get the blood nice and clean and pristine for the hot weather that is was to embark us the end of spring, summer, and fall. So I have those spring um, tonics on special. Uh, you'll see the special shopping cart, so you just can um, get that Oxyhemo special. It's the uh, it's the loose herb, and it will yield you anywhere from a pint to a quart. So you can enjoy it, and you can also uh, bless your family with it as well. So uh, that's greenleaf-herbs.com. Okay. Yes, indeed. So anything that you need to share, you know, this has transpired between the last few days that we spoke? Um, heck, I'm not in front of a computer. I want to... Um, anything of interest? Right? Nah, I want to big up Sister... Um, I believe it's just that Aboricia. Oh, you, you, you familiar who I'm talking about, right, Blue? Nah, who's 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 the sis? I gotta I gotta get the sister's website. She did a card reading for me. Um, I believe it was yesterday, and I definitely wanna. Um, I, I have like I almost have to. You know, share that with the family, or share her information with the family because. Yo, why? Why I met um. You know who Sarita Garrett is? No, sir. The sister that wrote uh, "Man in the Mirror." Michael Jackson. Yeah, she wrote "Man in the Mirror" for Michael Jackson. Sarita Garrett. Oh. Okay. I met her mother just now at this expo. Her, her mother did this numerology life reading for me. Whew. Mm-hmm. Now, I've, I've had other readings done for me, you know what I'm saying, by way of numerology, and I want to give this sister her just due. Um, yeah, she's going to come on. She's going to come on. This other sister, Spirit Wisdom Numerology, she's on Facebook. She did my reading as well, and she's upstairs with it. You know what I'm saying? I definitely recommend her as well. Um, mm-hmm. But the the method, the method that you know this divine goddess utilized was very original. She has that, uh, you know, and 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 she is um you know very 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 spiritual in regards to how she dispensates the information. You know, she explains that this realm is divided between the mortals and the angels as well. You know, she got that uh Gano Grills flow with her. So, you know, I don't I don't I don't wanna put my put my hand out there too quick, but we definitely gonna be working on some things out here in the uh LA area with the sis, you know what I'm saying? as well as connecting and making some things happen. But, yeah, extraordinary, extraordinary amount of information that she was able to impart on me. You know, I walked away with that totally, totally enlightened. Um, 
and just fortified. You know what I'm saying? She put a whole whole different type of wind beneath my wings. So her name is uh she has a few books out. Her name is um I'm gonna tell you one second, family. All right. Yeah, give Please me one second. Number. Yeah, Penny Rich is her name. That's her pen name. Penny Rich. Penny Rich. I like that. Yeah. Totally upstairs. Penny Rich. So, you don't know this is the name that you're talking about, so we give her her proper due? Yeah, give me one second. I'm going to find it right now. All right. Yeah, family, you get a chance. Google her. She got a book. It's called Archangel of the Earth Realm. Okay? And this book is actually um, about her two daughters and herself as well. Like I said, her daughter went on to write Man in the Mirror, which is by far, hands down, one of my favorite songs of all times. This was a life transformational song for me. So just to see how the spirit works, her, her daughter worked through Michael Jackson to work through me, and then I meet this sister, and she works directly through me as well. You know what I'm saying? Because she definitely was able to touch on some things. She gave me a total, total uh, renewed sense of what the law of 44 is. She added on to it, should I say. You know? So it's, it's just a wonderful time to be alive on this planet and to be on the path and to be receiving these light codes. Okay? Okay. Uh, one Rising Phoenix said in the chat, she also sung Leave Incognito in the 90s on the album Shelter. Yeah, she has a beautiful, beautiful voice. I saw her on a documentary about the making of the Thriller album um, when Quincy Jones was telling, you know what I'm saying, the story about how that song came about. Or the Bad Album. I think it was off the Bad Album. Either, whichever album was, family, you know there's a documentary out there. And she's the truth, you know what I'm saying? She she put her pen, she definitely put her pen to practice. So this is her mama, all right? This is her mama. She's a musical genius. Her mother's a spiritual genius. She's an archangel, okay? And, um, you know, do your due diligence. Do your research. Do your homework. That's not your paradigm or well, you know? But definitely let her live. Let her breathe. You dig? Red, you back with us? Yeah. Yeah, because we have the half an hour mark. Okay. I want to get this show underway. I've been anticipating this all week since I got the call from KT to Arc Degree. You know what I'm saying? It was one of them late night calls when you know that brothers is up doing their due diligence, you know, receiving those light codes as well. And that pineal is open and they're doing the homework in the lab. He called me and was like, I got one. I got one. I got to share this with the family. He made a breakthrough. So I'm excited to see, uh, you know, what, 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 what this young genius is going to bring to the table. Shout out to everybody that is participating in BAM. Okay. Um, God willing, I will be there in attendance with the family. All right, it's a four-day festivity, so, you know, I'm not there today, but I will be there, okay, as long as the weather permits. All right. 
brother's getting his thing together. As the brother gets his thing together, uh, we do want to say thank you for everyone who has joined us on tonight's epic monumental program. Uh, if you if you're able to, can you please share the link on your Facebook? You can Twitter it. You can Instagram the picture, that beautiful flyer, courtesy of KT the Arc Degree and his design team. You know what I'm saying? That flyer, you can just sit back and zone out on the show flyer or the episode flyer, and, and it'll do things for your mental. You know what I'm saying? I was zoning to it last night. So, you know, share that flyer. Spread the word. Let them know that we're in the building. Monumental program is about to go down. His brother's about to, you know, just just cold break and, and, and tell you something that you never knew about yourself. Just definitely going to fortify your knowledge yourself, you know what I'm saying? So you definitely want to invite those that you love into this conversation so they can benefit as well. All right? Shout out to everyone that joined us on Tuesday, Tuesday's monumental episode. Okay? What I'm going to do, I'm going to start reading the description, and, you know, when Red comes back in, we'll let him, uh, you know, Drop a gem on us. So, family, tonight's episode is Photosynthesis is Serious B, No More Games, No More Games by KT the Arc Degree. As we stand in the present to unwrap our gift of the now, the moment must be seized so that the experience is one of wonder. How do we truly fulfill our days? How do our lives measure to the miracles of his existence? We must ask ourselves of our origins, and in that, answers may lead to revelation. Everywhere we look, we are blessed with the Creator's omnipotence, and nothing permeates nature more than the multitude of greens. The plants have been present since time immemorial, conditioning the environment into a garden of bliss. The process of photosynthesis has been hailed as the most important scientific study. Our sun's light converted into fuel. This chemical reaction holds a secret, and tonight we shall explore the truth behind the photon. The reality of the answer lies far beyond our sun as well as right here on Earth, and its effects are reverberated everywhere. Tune in to Know the Ledge Radio as the gloves come off. The photosynthesis is serious, B. No more games with KT. The Arc. Degree. With no further ado, we present to you caller from the 404-492. Peace. peace, peace. Peace, peace. Greetings, greetings. Greetings to the universe. Greetings, brother. What's, what's up, family? How you doing? Oh, man. Blissful, you used to be one of those uh used to be one of those announcers back in medieval times, right? When they used to hit the trumpet and you Yo, bring the night I, in. I just got <laughs> I, just, I just got my past life reading, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> she told me some pretty magnificent about the boy. You know. I don't think I was doing that though, but I was the noble <laughs> of the court where they were doing it at. So I there just we go. Picked you up was present that. at the time, so you picked you picked up the vibration. I was yeah, I had I had people doing that for the kid. You know, don't get mad. Don't get mad at me, y'all. No, no, no. 
No, I got you. Oh, no, 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 not you, not you, not you, not you, you know. Man, man, it's a beautiful night, man. I, I don't know if you got it over there, but the skies is clear in the A, so the moon is beaming oh, yeah. at Sagittarius. Moon, shout that out, shout out Sagittarius to the moon. Moon. Yeah, yeah, man. Shout out to that full moon. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that you're going to share some things with us about this full moon because that thing had a rim around it for the last three nights. Listen, we're going to talk about a lot of things tonight, man. I hope people hold on to their roller coasters, you know. Um, right. Before I get early. started, let me get early. ahead. Hold on, we're going to set that thing off early. We're ready, y'all. It's going to be one of them nights. Hold on, hold yeah, on. Yeah, the sun is still up where I'm at. So, you know, to the full moon is, I'm with you, but I ain't with you yet, but I'm with you. Oh, it's coming, it's coming. You know, yeah. I want to go ahead and, and remind everybody about uh, SoIonic.com, S O I O. NIC, um, go there and uh, right. check me out. You know, the So Ionic capsules are there, and um, I am debuting tonight with this um, this particular presentation, um, So Ionic Bionics, which is our uh, straight-up protein powder. You know, for those of you that are trying to get your, your weight up and everything in the gym, uh, oh. we got our soap. Yeah, yeah, so ionic bionic. You done answered got... one of the most asked questions, you know what I'm saying, that people have been hitting me with. Yo, bro, I'm saying I'm in the gym, I'm trying to get my thing right, or, you know, I'm trying to, you know, maintain this frame, but I want to switch my diet. What can I do? What you feel about That's weight it. gainers? What you know about weight? We're going to have that, gonna gonna have that available at noon tomorrow. We debut it at noon. Tomorrow at SoIonic.com. I mean, y'all can go to the site now. The capsules are available now, but the site is also there now. But the, we're debuting it at noon tomorrow. You know, we coincided with the full that You know, we also got we also got the SoIonic. We got the SoIonic Embryonic formula, which is the baby formula. You know, for the little ones, for for the for the mothers oh. out there that need. To, Next most asked so, question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got the we got the embryonics. You know what I'm saying. And then for those of y'all out there that might have you know particular you know issues, it might be like maybe uh, kidney stones or it might be arthritis and things like that. We got the specific tonics for you. Those are the so ionic tonics. So we got the so ionic. We got the so ionic tonics. We got the so ionic bionics, and we got the so ionic embryonics. Formulas, so you know, definitely check us out tomorrow at noon when we debut um, the additions to the line um, at SoIonic.com. Um, in addition, we are also debuting. Uh, my wife, uh, Hercedes Babies, is debuting the 100% organic hemp and cotton blend cloth type. Um, which is beautiful because, you know, with with everything going on right now with the pesticides and things of that nature, you know, you want to have the purest thing touching your baby's skin. And she has the hemp slash cotton um, diapers now, um, as well as she has about 150 products on her site. You can go to her site right now. That's sadiesbabies.com, S-A-D as in dog, I-E-S, B as in boy, A. B I E S Babies dot com and I'm telling you she got something for all the children there and everything I mean 
everything there is handcrafted by her. You know, she's a genius. You know, she makes me look like a little ant for real what she get down I was about with. To but say um, that. yeah, she goes she, she goes hard. Genius. So you know what I'm saying? Check out on Facebook, and like then, on Facebook, check out her line, um, and check out So Ionic. Uh, like I said, tomorrow at noon we debuting all those things. I'm going to announce it again and again throughout the evening. Yeah, so I had to get that out the way. But but we are um, we're about to get started. Are, are we are we ready? Uh, is everybody buckled? Hold on. And well, yeah, I'm, I'm still getting requests from people that are asking me about the Savior event as well, so I want you to speak on that before you. Oh continue. yeah, I definitely can. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna make it real short and sweet to everybody. Um, unfortunately, people, everybody who's listening, the marvelous and beautiful and great event that I had planned um, for our elder Dr. Sabi has been canceled um, for you know unfortunate reasons. Um, I know everybody who did buy tickets, uh, they got their refunds. Um, in terms of a future location or future time, I have no idea. So I, I, you know, I can't lie to anybody right now and give them any false information. But you know, I would say give uh, Dr. Sabi's office a call um, or check him out online. And hopefully, if there's if he's going to be in any cities or anywhere anytime soon, you know, they will know. Um, but the event that I was uh, putting on for uh, Dr. Sabi is no longer happening, unfortunately. So, like I said, for those who have paid for their tickets already, everybody did get issued their refunds. Um, and, you know, I apologize to the family out there for, um, you know, getting everybody hyped up and ready for something so marvelous and then uh, pulling it from underneath their feet. But it definitely wasn't my intention, so I just want to add to all there as well. Okay. Indeed. All right. Cool, cool, yes. cool. But that is definitely not the end of the family. We have some powerful things coming up, um, and we will oh, let you sure. know as soon as we have the dates together for that. All right. Oh, you already know. Cool, cool. We good to go. We good to go. Real quick. Good. Um, can you hear me? Yes. All right. Before we start, I just wanted to drop Sister's website because I, I was trying to pull that up. <clears throat> it's called NewDayDivination.com. All right. Hold on. The N-E-W? Yeah, it's N E W D A Y D I V I N A T I O N dot com. And the sister name is Aborisha Colise Renette. You know what I'm talking about. She might be in the chat. Peace to the sister. You know what I mean? She is truly um she truly has a, a craft and I would definitely encourage the family to uh, go to her website, fill out the form, and take advantage of this oracle that we have in the community because her readings are definitely on point. And I'm saying that I'm, this is a testimonial from personal. All right, okay. That's it. Got it. KT, it's yours. 
All right, all right. So um, before I get started, I'd like to, you know, of course, give, give thanks to you all for, for providing me with this opportunity to speak to the people and uh, put the signal out. Um, you know, got to say thanks to my ancestors and all those who have come before me and everybody who has been, you know, instrumental in my life. Uh, just want to say thanks before I get started. Um, I also want to acknowledge um, the scientists, um, you know, whose work I'm utilizing right now in order to give this information out. So for the people who go back and listen to the show again and again, y'all have the um, particular scientists who have been doing, doing these studies. If you want to do further research and find out on your own, um, and, you know, you got to forgive me for enunciation because a lot of these people are from the four corners of the globe, so, you know, they ain't John and Brad and Bobby, you know what I mean? But um, sure. we got uh, Grazina Fozar and Franz Bludarf, uh, Dr. Pijodar, Gaurat Ajev, and Vladimir Poponin. We got Fritz Albert Pop, um, Dr. Arturo Solis Herrera, Stuart Hameroff, Roger Penrose, Thomas G. Hero, uh, Hieronymus, and then you got Marcel Griale and Jermaine Dieterling, uh, which I know a lot of people know from the Pale Fox. So these individuals um, have been uh, scientists that have been doing the, this re research over the past, like between 30 and 40 years, um, who have been coming to conclusions recently um, that is, is just spectacular, all right? It's, you know, I've been talking – physiology on Know the Ledge now for, you know, as long as it's been on. And, um, you know, it's it's finally coming full circle where there's studies that are proving um, a lot of the theories um, that I've put out there and I've placed. Um, so it's real good to be able to come back later on down the line and actualize, um, you know, uh, the visions that I've had. So in a galaxy not so far, far away. According to the Dogon, the universe is considered Amma's egg. Okay, we're going to get into the Dogon and Siri. We're going to start on the serious tip off the rip. So we're going to get into um, a story. We're going to get into allegory because um, from the allegory, um, we're going to slowly but surely after that um, pull the science out of that allegory and show and prove um, how it's in existence right now, okay, especially with this full moon. According to the Dogon, the universe is considered Amma's egg. Okay? He who rests upon nothing is the sky god and the creator of the universe. Within his egg, Amma began spinning around, forming the po-seed. The po-seed in, in Mali um, is called the phonio. Yeah, we're going to be popping Mali tonight. It's a whole different type of Mali, though, okay? M-A-L-I, forming the po-seed. Okay? Phonio is the Dogon or the Mali term for a grain of millet, all right? So they, they named this 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 pole seed in the center of this egg a grain, okay, for good reason, all right? Now, the pole seed is the black hole at the galactic core. The galactic core would be the center of our Milky Way galaxy. The pole is the smallest, easiest thing that was made invisible at the center, all right? If y'all remember Kung Fu Panda, his name was Poe. You know, he had the black and the white. He dealt with the yin-yang. He was a dragon warrior and all that. You know, that all ties in. Okay, Amma then placed seven words, okay? 
think of seven words, you think of the Kabbalion, okay, the, the seven secrets of, of Tehuti, um, of, of um, the laws that exist, okay? So I'm going to place seven words inside the poem began to vibrate strongly within the seed. The spiraling vibrations cause four clavicles to grow forth from the pole. All right, so now you got the four cross, the four clavicles that come out of this spinning seed, and that takes you back of, of, of a lot of shows that I've done where I talked about the Yahweh cross, talked about the Avengers, when I went into other movies that I broke down, when you talk about the Yahweh Cross, the pretty much the four cardinal points, you're talking Leo, Aquarius, Scorpio, and Taurus. That's what we're talking about here. All right? Um, so it's spiraling, right? Suddenly the pole burst forth and eight new seeds were created. Ama planted these seeds in his egg near the clavicles of the pole. With these eight seeds, Ama intended to create eight celestial beings, four male and four female. The Dogon called these beings the Nomo Anagano, okay? Translated as Nomo, the word that became the fish man, Anagano. So the word becoming the flesh, okay? We are amphibious beings in the sense that we have two skins, you know, and I know Inkidan came on here saying this many times, where externally we have our epidermis, but then within ourselves we are aligned with our mucous membrane, okay? We are 90% water. All right, that is that is an amphibious being, if you ask me, because you're constantly your in, your internal structure is constantly within the realm of water, using the element of water to do all its processes. All right, now these eight beings were going to be Amma's perfect creation. As sister and brother, yet husband and wife, the four fish twins were going to make each other fertile. They were all twins. All right fraternal, if you ask me, because they're male and female energies, complete and blessed with heavenly happiness and fulfillment. However, one of the male twins, Ogo, grew impatient as he waited for his female twin to gestate. Ogo decided to rebel from Ama. He jumped out of the celestial stole part of his own placenta, and he then began creating and procreating with his own placenta in an attempt to recreate his own little world. His stolen placenta became impure and his actions greatly threw off the divine order. Amma had intended. The Dogon say that our son, whom they call Nay, is the stolen placenta, and that planet Earth is the rebel world established by Ogo. All right, let's keep it moving. Keep it moving. Now, to reestablish or impure sacrifice one of the completed twins, which was called Nomo Simi. Nomo Simi was composed of both a female Nomo Anagano and was a complete and perfect being to itself. Ama lifted Nomo Simi out of the celestial waters and tied the androgynous fish to the Kalini tree. Okay, Kalini means mother of charcoal, so it's the mother of charcoal tree. In one swift cut, Ama sliced the genital Nomo Simi to sacrifice Nomo's blood and life force and Yan navel and groin. Simi died of painful death. The Dogon say that Sirius A, the visible song called the celestial sacrifice. Amma then took the Nyame of the Sacrifice and drifted on form a placenta of the celestial fish, which is the system, and the stolen placenta of his brother Ogo, which is the sun and the earth. Amma's goal was to purify from the tree of the it required him to take a protected being 
Nomosemi and sacrifice it. I'm intended for the spirit of Nomosemi to heal Ogle's torn placenta and become one with the impure earth Ogle created. When Amma sprinkled the sacrifice in Yama, it did several things. It caused the resurrection of the sacrifice when Nomosemi hey, no and Yama. Yep, yep. Hey, see, I don't know if yes. it's my phone, but I, there's I'm a break. going in and out. Yeah, I don't I'm breaking up. Did you look at it? Yeah, I mean, to my phone, we got to ask the chat room if they hear the same thing. I'm not in the yeah, chat room. Yeah, so am, am I going in and out? Yeah, briefly, you were going yeah. in and out. Briefly, I'm not bad, but... Yeah, just All right, briefly. Can, y- can y'all hear me now? Am I clear now? Yeah, you're clear. Uh-huh. All right, all right, y'all stop me again if I, if I, if I start getting chopped up again, all right? Yep. All right, now, right. nah. I said, uh, I said when... Say that again. No, I said you was tipping. You was tipping on four foes. <laughs> it's all right. It's <laughs> chopped and screwed, yo. All right. So I said when Amma sprinkled the sacrifice in Yama, it did several things. It caused the resurrection of the sacrifice Nomo. All right. When Nomo Simi and Yama dripped on its former placenta, it caused it to be reborn. Its rebirth, however, multiplied Simi's forms and transformed its nature. Nomo Simi resurrected in three simultaneous forms, okay? The first form, Korana, which is the great arc of pure earth, the force that Amma intended to carry humanity and the seeds of agriculture to impure earth. The Korana is depicted as a step pyramid with an antenna-looking rod at the apex. Okay, so the first thing was a great arc, all right, of pure earth. Um, of of and we dealing with agriculture. Okay, we dealing with the greens. We talk. We dealing with the plants. We talking about um, getting back in the earth and and all the plants and the indigenous foods that have that high electricity vibration that we're supposed to be assimilating into our systems. We get back into that. That comes back into full effect. Um, the the it's the, the arc is depicted as step pyramids with an antenna sticking out of at the top of it. All right. The second one is Onomo, Nomo of the Pond, the purifying force of fresh water on earth, okay? Um, Ali Muhammad just brought this up where the fissures or the tectonic plates um, of, the, of the bottom of the ocean, uh, uh, the fissures actually get fused so the, 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 pure, the minerals stop seeping into the ocean, causing it to create oxide minerals so the ocean ain't salty anymore and becomes fresh water. We have a fresh water earth. All right. Three, Unum, the once androgynous Nomo Simi now manifested as the eight original ancestors of humanity, four males and four females. The male and female songs of Nomo Simi now had their own separate forms. They were paired in four couples united in the image of the original eight Nomo. So we're talking DNA. We're talking about male-female balance again because there's an imbalance going on. All right. Am I, am I clear? Y'all clear with me now? You good, bro? I'm clear. Okay, cool. Just wanted to make yeah. sure before I keep going in. All right. The sacrificial in Yama prepared the heavens for the Koranat to travel from the Sirius system to planet Earth. The Koranat traveled from Sirius to our planet Earth on the sprinkles of Inyama. It carried it carried as its occupants the unum of humanity and the seeds of the eight celestial grains. Also, the shape, design, and proportions of 
of the ark expressed all the principles and science humanity would need for the reorganization and atonement of Ogo on Earth. The Sirius system became the ever-living placenta of the resurrected Nomo, even though the Korana and the Unum were going to travel to the impure Ofa Ogo, they were to forever remain connected to a lifeline that connected them straight to Amma's womb. This ever-living placenta is the Sirius system, and as long as the connection with Sirius was maintained, the resurrected Nomo would never die. The Sirius system floods the impure earth with rejuvenating and nourishing in Yama every 60 years, at which time the Dogons perform a ceremony called the Sigwi ceremony to reaffirm the earth and Sirius connection. All right, the sacrificial in Yama created parallel structures in celestial Phi and Ogle's earth. In heaven, it reorganized space and the cycles of time in our solar system. It also synchronized our system cycles with the cycles of the Sirius system. The Sirius system and this planetary system thus became twin placentas of a pair of the eight ancestral nomos. On Earth, it organized human culture set the order for, order for human interaction. This is the celestial foundation of the earthly sciences of astrology, astronomy, and agriculture because they all connect. Lastly, the sacrificial in Yama set the stage for the day of the total purification and renewal for planet Earth. This day is called Izube Mene or Izube Mene, Earth of the Day of the Fish, which occurs when the fish is sacrificed and its blood falls to Earth as cords of rain. One day, during the transition of these ages, Tabatolo, the reuniting of the two placentas will occur. Tabatolo is when the sun and Sirius come together in a grand conjunction. The Dogon depict Tabatolo as a day a strong, purifying stream of Vinyama will pour down on the sun and earth from Sirius. This stream will wash away the corrupt order of Ogo and immortalize the sons and daughters of Nomo. All right? So what am I, what am I saying here? I'm talking about a, a divine birth process taking place, order being established. Um, however, some chaos ended up brewing up in the form of Ogo. Ogo ended up tearing the placenta away and ended up creating our solar system. Our sun and our earth is the product of somebody's ego. <laughs> and what is happening right now is the reestablishing of um, the old order, meaning that we getting our connection back to our source energy again. We getting tapped back to where we, we once came by the, um, um, the cleansing and the purification of the actions that Ogo took. All right, Ogo's self-will actions really threw off the universal balance Amma had intended. Beyond creating the principle and act of theft, when Ogo took his own placenta and created his own world, it amounts to an act of incest. Amma felt that Ogo must be stopped from creating more chaos as well as punished for his misdeeds. Amma ordered one, one of the other Nomo, Nomo Titiyane, to punish Ogo. Okay, Nomo Titiyane smashed Ogo's genitalia, making him infertile. Ogo fled from the heavens down to earth. Once on earth, Amma wanted to bind Ogo to his planet so that he could not disrupt the celestial order anymore. All right? He was then uh, called uh, Yurugu or the Pale Fox. Um, and for any of the metaphysical readers out there or archaeological readers out there, I know you've heard of the, the book The Pale Fox by Ditterling and Griale, um, where these two 
Um, archaeologists went out to Mali, you know, back in the early 1900s for about uh, 30, 40 years and studied the Dogon, and they compiled this book that, you know, is pretty much one of the leading uh, pieces of, of, of doctrine that explain um, the Dogos, the Dogon, how they live in Sirius. But um, the pale fox is Yurungu, and Yurungu is Oga, so it's the story of this particular uh, energy that disrupted the order of things, all right? Now, listen to this. Once on Earth, the pale fox continued his disruptive and chaotic behaviors. He attempted to create an artificial world outside of the divine order of Amma. That was what he was doing when the Ark Karana landed upon Earth. When it landed, the force of impact almost killed Karungu, but he survived by fleeing underground. The impact of the landing through the moon into the sky, which is part Korana and part Earth. So, you know, we in we in a lot of cosmology right now, but I'm just laying the groundwork, people laying the groundwork. Now, out of Korana emerged eight ancestors of humanity. They came forth with eight grains, okay, including millet, black rice, chickpea, sorghum, you know, which is interesting because that all those these are grains on the nutritional guide that deal with alkalinity and high electricity. Their mission is to cultivate the land, grow the celestial grain so that everyone can live in abundance. They were also supposed to reproduce and spread throughout the world, bringing the spiritual technologies contained within the Korana, all right, with them. The eight ancestors and their offspring were charged with conducting important ceremonies, such as the Sigwi ceremony. The Sigwi is performed, as I said before, every 60 years when the planets Jupiter and Saturn are aligned. Okay, quick side note. Me, uh, Cosmophysics, uh, Raku, and, and AA, we're definitely going to get back on. We're going to be doing the Star Trek uh, Decoded um, on Nota Ledge. We're going to let you all know what date that is. But um, they, it was a, a straight – the movie was all about Sirius <laughs> and the Dogon through the whole thing from beginning to end. And to give you an example, they, the Saturn-Jupiter uh, conjunction was in the film itself, and I'll, I'll prove that when we do the uh, the presentation in the future. All right. The Sigwi establishes the bond of the fish people who sacrifice their divine self to their homeland across the waters, which is serious. The ultimate purpose, the Dogon say they have, is to maintain this extraterrestrial connection by establishing sacred sites and celestial granaries throughout the world. All right. Now, um, during this this Izube Mene, which is the day of the earth and the fish, okay, a sacred purifying energy force described as a stream or electric light. Keep that in mind. Electric light from Sirius, known as the reorganizer of the world, will cascade down upon earth and bring about a new order in the world. Okay, for the sons and daughters of the Nomo who are harmoniously in tune with the heavens and earth, this energy will nourish their mind, body, and spirit. However, the stream will wash away the corrupt order of Ogo, those who are not in tune with the divine order established by Amma. The cosmic radiation will be like brimstone and fire falling from the sky, burning up the wicked and unrighteousness. There will be nowhere to run or to hide. Okay? Now, the Dogons believe that Sirius B was the oldest of the stars, all right, also known as Patolo, and was the creative organizing force um, a source and force of the world, producing a sacred energy of eloptic black light from the stream of ionized hydrogenous essence of Sirius A. 
I never heard of eloptic black light before. Eloptic black light is 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 has um, features of electricity and features of optics, features of light, you know, like optical fiber optics, things of that nature. Though not yet confirmed by scientists, the little sun Sirius C exhibits similar characteristics to that of Sirius B. Sirius C, Emiatolo, is a red dwarf star or pulsar and is called the Sun of Woman. According to the Dogon, Sirius C lies at the center of the Sirius star system, constantly emitting red solar rays, a blazing star transmitting its essence towards Sirius A and B from its orbital position. Sirius C is also accompanied by a spiraling satellite called Inyantolo, the star of woman. So you got Sirius A, and you got, that's what we see. When you look up in the sign, you see Canis Major, you see the brightest star in the sky, um, which is kind of um, down and to the left of Orion. You know, brightest star in the sky, that's Sirius A you're looking at. Right Next to Sirius A, which, you know, you can't see with the naked eye is where Sirius B is. If you were to zoom in, Sirius A would be at center with Sirius B orbiting around it in a large elliptical. And then also orbiting um, would be Sirius C, which is the Emiatolo. And then around Emiatolo is it has its own small orbit with Inyantolo, which is the star of women, all right? Like I said, this is cos this is cosmology we're doing right now. It's a story. I'm laying groundwork and then we're gonna get straight into the science. Emiatolo is the female the mother of cereal grains and the guardian of the feminine essence. She corresponds to the comedic goddess Aset. The Dogon say that Emiatolo is invisible and undetectable. She's the mystery, the sacred seed of the feminine principle of womb. That Amma placed totally out of the reach of Ogo. To date, modern astronomers have not been able to observe or confirm the presence of Sirius C. So, Emiatolo is the female twin. She represents the mother of cereal grains. Grains, what does that mean? When you think of female and when you think of woman in terms of our, our um, on, on a mundane sense with science, um, if you want to trace the female, Back to its roots, you have to look at the mitochondria. And to prove that mitochondria are one and the same, you have to look at the etymological roots of mitochondria. Okay? Uh, the word mitochondria is, comes from um, a microbiologist called Binda, okay, from the Greek word mitos, which means thread, and chondrion, which means little granule. Okay? A granule is a small grain. So mitochondria means a thread of small grain or a grain of thread. So they're telling you emiatolo is the mitochondria, is connected to the mitochondria. All right. So now let's get into the science, people. Imagine, if you will, a sun a light years away. Its atmosphere is plasmic. And it has a plasmic corona that has condensed to a crystal, okay? It used to be a big sun, but this atmosphere, this corona plasmic atmosphere like our sun has condensed. It has condensed down to a crystal form, a high-density hydrogen crystal. This is called a dwarf star, and it goes by the name of Sirius B. As it spins at unfathomable speeds, it absorbs the sacrifice 
serious AIDS atmosphere and amidst the tapestry of time and space in the form of hydrogen, okay? It warps the universe. It's a pillar or an axis that supports the vectors of constellations, all the different points of all the stars. These high-speed protons of hydrogen lose mass approaching the speed of light transform photons. Upon of our sun, it converts back to protons, all right, in its hydrogen state, which goes under nuclear fusion within our sun, stabilizing the sun's power. The sun is a medium which takes these protons and converts them back to photons again, dispersing them in our solar system, the coronal mass ejections and sun rays, all right? The photons slow down in our atmosphere due to the intense scattered gas volume. The colors of the sun at different times of the day prove this fact as the slower vibes are infrared and the higher ones are UV. So as you see in the different colors in the atmosphere, you're seeing the, the result of the photons of the sun being scattered um, and, and slowed down by all the, the particulates that are in the atmosphere, and that's what creates the, the spectrum, the spectrum that we can see with our own eyes. Now, our skin contains intelligent carbon-based nanomachines called melanin, which absorb the ultra-weak photons and modulate the frequency into useful electromagnetic energy to organize chemical reactions. The coherence of the photons is synonymous to a laser, which is conveyed through the structural network of cells by way of our microtubular network. Now, for anybody who listened to me do the Iron Man decoder breakdown, which I word we hit 222,000 downloads or something on it, uh, got into some discussion on the microtubules there, but here I'm going to reiterate it. The microtubules have always been seen as a means of stru structure and transport for our organelles. Okay, when you look at our cell, our cell has a skeleton. Okay, it's called a cytoskeleton, just like our bones have a skeleton made of our bones, our skeletal system. These, this, this cellular skeleton is com composed of microtubules, which are these small fibers. They are hollow. They're like like straw. You know, when you when you drinking a drink, drinking some water. It's hollow. You know, it's a cylindrical shape. It's very, very small because your cells are extremely small, all right? Now, the microtubules are small, hollow, cylindric fibers smaller than hair strands. They are composed of tubulin subunits which link together a sheet or lattice and fold into a cylindrical shape. So if you can imagine um, little feet, little little balls, small little balls, little magnetic balls that can link together and connect and make like a sheet, make a square on a table, a lattice, a grid. And then you fold all the ends together and you make a cylinder, you know, from it, you know, like a straw shape. This is how your microtubules look, okay? They're made of these little subunits that come together to make this, this shape. And each one of these particular units are a dipole, meaning they're magnetic. They got a north and south pole to them, and they connect and they link, right? Each tubulin subunit uh, represents a dipole. Each dipole represents a one and a zero, and a one and a zero at the same time, okay? Coherent light is channeled through these tubulin as bits of information in a highly advanced computational system, for example, a computer, all right? So I'm saying that the microtubules in your cells are computational mechanisms. They are calculators. They are computers. They are in, in intelligent devices, your skeletal system of your cell. 
Okay. In the experiment of computational singularity in which scientists calculated how long it will be before computers caught up to the human brain, they found that the human brain processed 10 to the 16 bits per second. This information was based on each neuron representing a bit of information or a switch on or off, one or zero. They calculated the approximate number of neurons and came to that conclusion based on New information of the microtubules, it seems each neuron is equivalent to the equation on the brain where neuron is 10 to the 16th power. So they thought that each neuron in our brain represented a 1 and a 0. They found out how many neurons was in the average brain. They did their calculation, and, and to their calculation it was 10 to the 16th, which is uh, like uh, 100 billion, I believe. And what happened was when when this this, this scientist Stuart Hameroff, which they they called they called him a quack, you know, just like they called uh, the, the rest of them. Who, you know, they used to think the planet was flat. They used to laugh at him. They used to think the Earth was at the center of the universe. They laughed at that guy too. And now they're laughing at this guy, but he has all the evidence to prove it. He decided to say that the tubulins represented one. Um, um, bit of information processing, and when he recalculated that, it came that each neuron represented 10 to the 16. So what they calculated as the brain being is actually one of your neurons. And if we're talking about the black body, you already know. So it's you know when you when you recalculate that, it's 10 to the 27th, which means that it's 10 with 27 zeros after it, which is you know. That's just that's a whole nother type of number right there. So that whole singularity thing they talk about, regardless, it ain't it ain't coming no time soon. You know, it ain't coming no time soon. You gotta worry about no computers catching up to you, homeboy. And I'm gonna prove it as we go further in this presentation. So don't don't think about Skynet coming to get you. With over 100 billion neurons in the brain, you multiply that by 10 to the 16th, and singularity moves way out of you. It places our computation to 10 to the 27th power, all right? Your cells have over 100,000 reactions per second. You know what I'm saying? So you, 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 can't, be, you, you can't think about that every second that passes by. You've got to have something, you know, in effect that's going to take care of that, all right? Now, in the scientific community, photosynthesis has always been at the top a process in which light is converted to fuel. The mechanism that is utilized to convert the light is chlorophyll. However, chlorophyll is only able to operate on the green frequency, which is a small window of the EM spectrum. You're talking like between four and 700 uh, na uh, nanometers, nanometers. It, it, uh, it allows the chemical reaction water disassociation to take place, okay, which is a water molecule that is broken down to molecular hydrogen and oxygen. So within the process of chlorophyll, I mean, within the process of photosynthesis, what, what makes plants so powerful is they're able to take water and light and oxygen, and they're able to create carbohydrates, sugar, uh, biomass um, from um, absorbing those particular elements. And one of the main catalysts that uh, initiates this reaction with inside the plant is water disassociation, meaning that you can take water, which is H2O, and split it, all right? Splitting water, water disassociation and water reassociation are, are, are um, chemical reactions that, you you know, you would need 2,000 degrees, over 2,000 degrees Celsius in a lab in order to do, you know, so plants are able to do that. Um, but something else is able to do something a little bit more, 
All right, let's look at melanin. Melanin absorbs all electromagnetic energy, not just uh, the visual spectrum of infrared to ultraviolet, but we're talking radio waves all the way to the gamma rays and beyond. Melanin absorbs all EM energy and not only disassociates water, but recently has been proven to reassociate and recreate water from its components part. So not only can it split H2O into hydrogen and oxygen, but it could take hydrogen and oxygen and make water again. The energy of radiation is absorbed by melanin and made coherent along with the microtubules, which then acts as fiber optic channels highly co- which then acts as fiber optics. Okay, they channel the highly coherent photons in the form of a laser as hypercommunication. Okay, we talk in wireless networking like the Internet on this planet, but like maybe in the next 1,000 years, that's what your cells are able to do with the microtubules and the melanin. They're able to consolidate. All right. Eloptic energy can be conducted along light rays focused with lenses with the prism and it's an upon photographic film. So, you know, when you're dealing with photographic film, you just carbon. When you're talking about lenses, you're talking about crystals. When you talk about refractive with a prism, you're talking about crystals and water. These are all mechanisms that are inside your body, and this is how you're able to create this hyper-communication network that you have. All right, now, the, there's a this by of um, Thomas uh, Hyronic, you can look and he created um, the high. And today the devices are oh, called Black know, Light. His name is Thomas G. Hieronymus, H O E R O N Y M O U S. And he created the Hieronymus machine. You can look it up. Um, these days, in modern times, it's called Black Light generators. Um, and. He, he did a science experiment, all right? Now, this was his setup. First, he creates an aluminum foil line box and connects it to earth ground, meaning he connected it to, to a grounding element, a, a metallic uh, a piece of metal that was in the ground that was grounding. Then he takes a copper plate, and he suspended it above the box and connects that to a similar plate that is exposed to the sun, you know, separately from it. The entire rig is in a light-proof room to which he attempts to germinate seeds. So what he's trying to do is germinate seeds in the dark. Okay, hear what I'm saying? The results, his control box germinated seeds that looked anemic and spiny, the control box, meaning the one that he didn't have uh, connected. The seeds planted in his connected boxes were green and robust, okay? This was in total pitch-black conditions. This is also the book that has the experiments. The, the name of this book is, uh, um, ah, and I, I didn't write the name of the book now. I'm going to make sure I post that uh, for everybody. But um, it's like uh, um, The Secret Life of Plants. I think that's what it's called. Yeah, The Secret Life of Plants. Uh, yeah, um, they've, been, they've, been, they've been dropping a link to that in the chat room all night. And somebody just dropped a link to the actual YouTube clip. So, Oh, yes. perfect, perfect. That's what I'm talking That's how hyper-communication. Like I said, there's something called superposition, y'all, where um, an atom can be in more than one space at one time, okay? And then there's something called quantum entanglement, where while those two atoms is, is separated over vast distances, it could be light years apart, guess what? 
they are still connected. They still do the same thing. So while I'm up here dropping, y'all picking it right up on it without, you know, that's just how it works. You know what I'm saying? And that's I mean, you know, signal out. These people in the chat are brilliant. You know what I'm saying? I said these people oh, in the course. chat are we, brilliant. We all brilliant, man. We, we are one mind. Peter Tompkins and Christopher Boyd. Okay. Cool, cool. All right. All right. So we're gonna we're gonna move on to DNA. We're gonna come back to melanin uh, in a little bit. Now, the Russian biophysicist and molecular biologist Pjotr Garjajev, uh, that's P J O T R and G A R J A G E V, and his colleagues also explored the vibrational behavior of the DNA, living chromosome functions, they're saying living chromosomes function just like solitonic holographic computers using endogenous DNA laser radiation. What does that mean? Solitonic Mm. waves. Solitonic waves. Let's talk about solitonic waves real quick. Let's just say that we're at a dock, all right? We're right at the dock, at the pier where the water's at, and a boat comes to dock, and right before it, you know, drops its anchor, it, like, hits, you know, the dock, and it makes a wave, right? Now, usually when you see waves, waves come up, they go back into the water, and they dissipate. But every now and then, I know y'all have all seen this, and, you know, but it creates this wave where it, oh, uh, it yeah. it's, say that again? I say you just had uh, your voice distorted. On that last oh, okay, okay. Can you hear me? Yes, indeed. All right. So you you at the dock, and the boat hit, and then it creates a disturbance in the water, and there's a wave, and this wave travels along the surface of the water like for miles. It doesn't dissipate. It doesn't break down. It doesn't go back in the water. It goes almost indefinitely until it hits, you know, like the land or a wall or something like that. That's that's synonymous with a solitonic wave. It's a wave that propagates almost indefinitely without losing any of its power. While it's moving, while this wave is moving, though, it has information encapsulated in it. That's what that bulge is. It has info in there, and it's almost like it's a little Tupperware container that's preserving information and carrying it somewhere. So they're saying that the chromosome function like a solitonic uh, holographic computer using DNA laser radiation. And when I say radiation, I was just talking earlier about uh, the photons from the sun. We're going to get into biophotonic emissions and how you create light from inside your body. And the DNA is using this light, making the light coherent, to her- turning it into a laser the same way lasers are used in your CD player to read your disc, to read your DVD, read your Blu-ray. <laughs> That's exactly how your DNA is working. All right. We're going to explain. We're going to explain. Now, this means that these scientists manage, for example, to modulate certain frequency patterns onto a laser ray and with it influence the DNA frequency and thus the genetic information itself. So they created a frequency that resonated or was in tune with the frequency that the DNA was given off. They were able to suggest things through the frequency, and the DNA reacted to it. All right? So, uh, the basic so they were able yeah. to communicate. Once they brought the frequencies in line, 
they were able then to deduce a question and receive an answer by way of pulsation. Yeah, exactly. Through through beaming, through using a phaser beam. Now Star Trek would hit you with the laser, like they was hitting the DNA right. with a laser that had information encoded in it, and the DNA responded. Okay. Now, now, Russian biophysicists and molecular biologists, like I said before, Gardjev and his colleagues, you've been carrying out cutting-edge research, all right, on the more esoteric nature of DNA. Okay, they simply did not believe that 90% of our DNA is junk, you know, because here the Human Genome Project that they tell us at least is that they're focusing on the 3%. Uh, here they say 10, but it's the 3% of DNA that is utilized for protein synthesis, okay, meaning that 3% of your DNA is all that is needed in order for the human body to create biomass, to create, you know, proteins and enzymes and things of that nature. And they're like 97% is junk DNA. It doesn't serve no purpose. Based on that evolution, we don't need it no more. So it, it doesn't serve the purpose. So these cats out in Russia was like, yo, we're going to focus on the 97%. They want to focus on three. We're going to focus on the 97 and see what's popping with the 97. So they ended up creating, a, um, they wrote a book called uh, Vernette Intelligence, all right, which means um, uh, the, it's, it's, it's Russian, R-N-E-T-Z-T-E, um, intelligence, intelligence, but you know, with a Z at the end. Y'all could type that in. And they actually have an English version of the book, so you don't have to buy it and learn German in order to read it. But this is based on all their studies on DNA and the 97% um, of the junk DNA. The latest research explains phenomena such as such as clairvoyance, intuition, spontaneous and remote acts of healing, self-healing, affirmation techniques, unusual light auras around people, the whole nine, all right? The Russian scientists found that our DNA can cause disturbing patterns in the vacuum, thus producing magnetized wormholes. Wormholes are microscopic equivalents of the so-called Einstein-Rosen bridges in the vicinity of black holes. These are tunnel connections between... I'm breaking up? No. Okay, good. These are tunnel connections between entirely different areas in the universe to which information can be transmitted outside of space and time. The DNA attracts these bits of information and passes them into our consciousness. Now look, this, this, is, this is the experiment that they did. Now listen. They put DNA in, in a tube in a, in a tube and beamed the laser through the DNA, right? Now, what happened was when they beamed the laser within the DNA, the laser took on the shape of the DNA. You know what I mean? It was it was it was hitting the helix, right? But mm. this is this is the thing this is the thing that was wild, son. They took the DNA out the tube, right? How about the light stayed there in the spiral formation? Hmm. So I know so y'all are like, oh, that's cool, but what that means? That's that's scientific thing. evidence of 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 a wormhole. That means that the DNA ripped. It's like it's ripped through time and space to another place, and when they removed it, the hole was still there. 
So when they put the light in there, the light was able to occupy that space and still create that that particular right. helical shape that the DNA was occupying. It, 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 it some, it's somewhat like imprinted a holographic image around. Yes, yes. You, know, right. you got it. You got it, brother. It is surmised that energy from outside of space and time still flows through the activated wormhole after the DNA was removed. The side effect encountered most often in hypercommunication and also in human beings are inex- inexplicable electromagnetic fields in the vicinity of the person's concern. Electronic devices like CD players and the light can be irritated and cease to function for hours. When the electromagnetic field slowly dissipates, the device functions normally again, okay? Now, it, it, is, a, it is apparent also, um, it apparently is also an organic superconductor that can work at normal body temperature. Artificial superconductors require extremely low temperatures between 200 and 140 degrees Celsius to function. A superconductor is like if I take um, a metal and um, I freeze it like crazy cold, all right. When I freeze it real, real cold, what happens is it becomes a superconductor, meaning there's no resistance. When I when I try and conduct electricity through it, when the electrons flow through it, there's no resistance, so it goes at high speeds. A good example of that is like that bullet train out there in Japan, where you know the track don't even touch. There's a superconductor. There's no resistance, so it's able to just kind of like glide, like on ice, like indefinitely. But in order for you to achieve superconduction, like I said, you got to freeze something down to like a crazy below 200 and more below. What they're saying is DNA is an organic superconductor that works at normal body temperature at 98.6 degrees. As one mm. recently learned, all superconductors are able to store light and thus information. This is a further explanation of how DNA can store information. There is another phenomenon linked to DNA and wormholes. Normally, these super small wormholes are highly unstable and are maintained only for the tiniest fraction of a second. Under certain conditions, stable wormholes can organize themselves with thin form, distinctive vacuum domains, in which, for example, gravity can transform into electricity. Now, that's some Superman oh. shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so as I, as I told mind, earlier... I'm like, I'm like getting an image, right, just to lend material to what you're um, saying. Remember in Hellboy in the beginning, when they were trying to hold, right? They were trying to hold the hole. Right. In Hellboy... And uh-huh. you know, go from a second being open, you know, to later on they got it open for a lot longer. And then other movies, right. I think even with Avengers, how they was emphasizing the pillars, right? Right. Getting it open, keeping it open for that level of time to turn it into a black hole. Yeah. So I just wanted to paint that picture. KT, you there? All right, his line just dropped. He'll be calling right back in, family. Red, you still with us? Okay. I'll be ready to draw some of this. 
and I and I was interested, and then I, I ended up finding Fritz Albert Pop and a couple other people talking about it, and it just tied it just tied into everything else. All right, so biophotonic emissions um, is the light that the body naturally emits. Okay, so if you stood in a jet black room um, with with no light at all, and somebody had um, something on you like a, a diode and a computer screen in another room, and was able to read the photonic emissions, the light emissions that was coming off your body, like it would be a lot of emissions coming out, you know, and they would be ultraviolet. They would be weak, but they would be ultraviolet emissions coming out of your body. And these ultraviolet emissions, like I said, can be made coherent, meaning non-coherent would be light that's scattered. For instance, if I walk in a room and I hit the light and the light fills up the room, that's scattered light. That's uncoherent. The photons are all over the place illuminating the room. Or... I could, you know, get on the Starship Enterprise and hit the death rate, you know what I'm saying, and shoot the or get on the Death Star and hit that death rate, and you see all those lights come together and make that one beam to blow the planet up, that's a coherent light beam. So we create, we create coherent light beams in our body by way of these biophotonic emissions, and this laser is what's used as a communication device throughout our body that goes beyond light speed, all right? Now, through comprehensive studies, he discovered that DNA is a harmonic oscillator. Oscillating, oscillation is, is like vibration. An oscillating system with its own particular frequency or resonating frequency. Using the length of the DNA molecule, which is about six feet, and the known speed of light, DNA's frequency is calculated at about 150 megahertz. All right? Now, while, uh, like I said before, while Westerners was talking about the human genome and 3%, they was talking about the 97%, and they decided to really study junk DNA. And what they did is they got a bunch of scientists together, but they also decided to get um, scientists that were dealing with linguistic, all right? Now, linguistic studies reveal that the linguistics deal with uh, a sentence and words, okay, structure, uh, language, you know, they're, they're language professionals, all right? So linguistic studies reveal that the sequencing of the codons of the non-coding DNA follow the rules of some basic syntax. There's a definite structure and logic in the sequence of these triplets like some biological language. Research further reveal that the codons actually form words and sentences just like our ordinary human language follows grammar rules, Scientists have conducted much research on the origin of human language and the origins of the grammatical rules that are so essential to all human language. However, they have always failed to find the source. But now, for the first time in history, the origins of language may be surprisingly attributed to DNA. The language of the genes is much, much older than any human language that was ever uttered on this globe. It is even conceivable that DNA grammar itself served as the blueprint for the development of human speech. So what am I saying? I'm saying that these cats got some linguists together along with the biochemists and the biophysicists, and they studied this 97% of DNA and came to the conclusion that DNA is a language, <laughs> that it's a straight, straight language, sentence structure with commas and punctuation and mm. words and the whole nine, all right? And, and, and what is so powerful about this means that it reacts to language. So what does that mean that it reacts to language? Well, that means if you can create, 
if you can create the tone and frequency within your voice and your tone and your throat and your larynx and your throat chakra that modulates or coincides with the frequency of your DNA, then you can suggest to your DNA what to do with inside your biological system. So then these scientists started saying, wow, well, all these Buddhist monks and all these people from antiquity that were doing incantations in these tombs with these walls bouncing off and these echoes knew what the heck they was talking about. Because if you create the create frequency with the tone, the DNA picks up the frequency. Now, I said it created black holes, right? It creates an Einstein-Rosen bridge. It creates a wormhole. Where does it create a wormhole to? Well, in the beginning of this discussion, we talked about Sirius. Sirius is an origin system where our spirit and our energies came from. It obviously connects to that area so that you can pick up the vibratory frequencies of Sirius B and you can get your work in, all right? So, like I said, our sun is the medium between us and Sirius. It translates the photon to proton and injects it through most coronal mass ejection, solar winds, and solar rays, okay? Now, in 1990, okay, a team began a study about the three main causes of blindness, okay, because um, – the same cause because there have been the same causes in the entire world since 50 years ago or more, okay? Glaucoma, diabetic retinopathy, and age-related macular degeneration. Okay, glaucoma, you know, is dealing with the, the pupil and the cornea, you know, the di- diabetic uh, retinopathy deals with, um, you know, the eyes having the smallest capillaries in the, in the whole body and then not be able to get their nutrients and the blood flow properly so it becomes debilitated. And age-related macular degeneration, the macular is um, an area like in the back of the eye and it degenerates and then it messes with the cones and the rods and, you know, all these deal with taking away your ability, the window from allowing the light and the light's coming inside the window but you got blinds up, you know what I'm saying? So you can't read the light. Therefore, available treatments have not worked at all because incidents and prevalence are the same since the past century. Our work and hypothesis is that if we were able to identify early changes in the vascular endothelial cells in the optic nerve or in the macula, then the early treatments could be instituted. Firstly, our main aim was the study of the anatomic characteristics of blood vessels and the optic nerve and macula. The challenge was try to attain enough magnification of these minute vascular channels taking into account the size of the optic nerve in the living patient, okay, which is 12 human hairs together. The optic nerve is like taking 12 hairs and tying them together. The capillaries is way smaller than that. So in other words, what they're saying is they're going to look at the capillaries and they're going to see how the nutrients and everything are getting to these areas of the eye and what is inhibiting the flow of nutrients to the eye. And if they could figure that out, then they could fix that problem and then these people won't be blind no more because the nutrients would fix whatever's broken. Our own modifications in the optics of our laboratory experiment, beside addition of digital image program, monochromatic retina illumination systems available to use in the living patient and mathematical models used to analyze the data obtained, allowed us to reach our main objectives in short term. The enlargements achieved of the fine blood vessels of the optic nerve was sufficient to our aims. However, at the same time, 
melanin draws powerfully our attention because the nature's insistent to place it in practically all the optic nerves of the already 6,000 patients studied in that time. So they said they use, you know, a, a particular technology in order to blow the capillaries up and blow the area of the eye up so they could look there and be able to look at these real small capillaries, you know, in a large way so they could look real hard. But when they blew it up, they couldn't help but notice in everybody's eyes that they looked at, they noticed deposits of melanin in all these areas. From this observation, doubts in regard the real function of melanin around the optic nerve, so far considered merely as sunscreen, gradually emerge. Okay, is it melanin so important to be placed in? So they like, okay, so if melanin is just for like sunscreen to protect, you know, harmful UV, then why is it in all these little nooks and crannies in the eye like this? You know, so they started, they started looking at the problems of blindness, and then they ended up looking at melanin as their main study, all right? So after 12 years of continued studies, from 90 to February 2002, the mystery was unraveled. Melanin is the human chlorophyll. Melanin is to the animal kingdom as chlorophyll is to the plant kingdom. Both molecules have the amazing capacity to split the water molecule at room temperature, but the process in chlorophyll is irreversible. And melanin takes the process in two ways, the disassociation and reforming of water molecule with the consequential release of energy. The human body has a photosynthesis system composed by light, melanin, water, arranged in order of abundance in nature. Melanin is able to absorb the full EM spectrum from radio to gamma. In contrast, chlorophyll absorbs blue and red 400 to 600 nm. Uh, opposedly, melanin has the intrinsic property to split and reform the water molecule, and the reaction happens as follows. Two molecules of water can become two uh, molecular hydrogens and a molecular oxygen plus four electrons. And the four electrons, the molecular oxygen, and the two hydrogens can come back together and create two uh, molecules of water again. Like I said, chlorophyll can only go one way. It goes from the water and breaks it down. Melanin breaks it down and reforms it back again. And I know y'all like, what does that matter? Melanin has the astonishing capacity. It's creating energy. You're creating energy, and then you're creating water. You're creating energy, then storage for energy. Energy and storage for energy. And in a body that's like 90% water, that needs water as a medium to do all its processes, and you have the capability of continuously creating your own water by means of what? Of photons and light. The light comes down. The light, the serious B. Okay, let's let's. I'm gonna go back real quick. Sirius B is a hydrogen crystal. Do you know the type of pressure you have to exhibit to hydrogen to create a solid form of it? They can't even do it on planet Earth. There's not. There's no. Well, at least that they've let us know of so far. There's no known technology that they have on this planet that they have at least introduced to the masses that is capable. Maybe it's in the CERN collider that's capable of applying a pressure strong enough to um to to uh condense hydrogen gas into a form of of a solid state. Okay? So this 
sun that was Sirius B, when it condensed, it condensed into a hydrogen crystal. This thing is spinning stupid fast. As it's spinning, Sirius A, the other planet is sacrificing. Remember I said it was uh, it, uh, semi, uh, what was it? I'm, I'm tripping. Nomo semi was sacrificing, um, was sacrificed by armor. That's, that's, Sirius A. Sirius A is Nomo Semi, and the sacrifice is the sun. Its sun is sacrificing its corona. So if you could think of our sun with that coronal mass ejections and the plasma field and all that that it got, what if it started to sacrifice its atmosphere to another planetary body? So as it's sacrificing its atmosphere, this high-spitting hydrogen crystal is straight spitting hydrogen out into the space, but it's coming straight to us. So not only are you tapping in by the, your, your wormholes with your DNA, but the melanin that you melanated people have have the capability of then encapsulating these photons, turning it into protons, making the protons coherent, channeling these in, these laser beams. The laser beams become coherent, and then with the it's able to take those protons combine it with other elements to make water, break the water down to break more energy. So you just have this free energy self-propelled system that continuously grows and develops and gets downloaded from your source energy, all right? So that's what I'm saying, and that's what they're saying with this experiment right here. So more um, melanin has the astonishing capacity to split the water molecule at room temperature, for instance, in the laboratory, it is necessary to heat up water at 2,000 degrees Celsius in order to reach the separation of hydrogen from the oxygen atoms. Moreover, melanin supports the reunification of water molecule, giving off liquid water and four high-energy electrons. The reaction is not symmetrical in time because, as any other chemical reaction, depends on the surrounding. So not only does it make water, but it makes water and electrons. So it makes water and energy, water and electricity at the same time. Human photosynthesis is what I'm talking about right now. This is a new field of study by Dr. Ar Artos um, Solis Herrera. Yeah, he got Ark in his name. He got Solis in his name, too. So, I mean, I guess he official. And the name of the book is Human Photosynthesis. It actually just went on sale on May 3rd, which is mad deep because um, I didn't even know he had a book. I had. I have all the scientific papers that I've been studying and reading, but I guess he compiled them and created a book so y'all can go and check him out. It's called Human Photosynthesis, and that's, you know, that's the mechanism that we operate with, with man plants. You know, Valentine said it before. Our finding breaks the ground of the cellular metabolism, the energy released symmetrically in all directions by melanin is the real source of energy of the eukaryotic cell, and the neuron cell is not an exception. The misconception of glucose as the source of energy comes from the observation that in plants, glucose is the main product of energy-absorbing process known as photosynthesis. All right? Um, previous theory assumed that photo photonic energy absorbed by chlorophyll is stored in the glucose molecule, and then the metabolism of glucose will release the supposed stored energy in bonds in the glucose molecule. However, glucose has has not the energy Therefore, glucose is a source of biomass. It is very important. Metabolite intermediate only. Our body needs carbon chains of different lengths, ramifications, combinations, in order to complex biomass. More important, 
um, trust uh, meals and ingestion, our body is able to get the necessary carbon chains with varied and different characteristics required to build up skin, bone, muscle, neuron, blood cells, and, and the whole nine. That those are unanimated compounds that become imbued with life by the eukaryotic cell through the constant and incessantly injection of energy during all the time that these compounds remain in our body. This vital, never-ending flow of energy that occurs in every cell of our organism, and that makes life possible for melanin in our black body. So what I'm saying is... I've always had a problem with glucose. I've always had a problem with glucose. I've always had a problem with sugar because every time we've always done talks about our diet and how we eat and sugar always seems to be a problem. But then in all our books, they tell us that that's what we need in order for us to be fueled. And I was like, y'all lying. There's no way that this thing can be our major fuel source. But then all of a sudden, it's the most toxic thing in the world. It was like something is wrong with this this, this situation. Glucose is used for our temple to build. It's our brick and our mortar. You know what I'm saying? It's used for the brick and the mortar as well as the air that we inhale. However, if we want energy and we want power, guess what we got to look to? We got to look to the sun. We got to look to water. Water, <laughs> water is nothing but liquid light. You hear what I'm saying? Liquid light, light in a physical form is what water is because it's hydrogen and it's oxygen. Oxygen represents the fire. Hydrogen is the invisible uh, water bearer. They come together and they create this this entity that takes on any form that it encapsulates it. And if you separate it, it's like one of the most powerful uh, combustible energies that you could think of, and if you put it back together, it's one of the most stable storage devices for energy. And our body is 90% of it, and we have the mechanisms inside through the melanin in order to create this process again and again and again. Yeah. Um. So listen to this. A little known, now we, let's talk about Heru. <laughs> When we talk about avian, we mean birds. A little-known avian anatomical conundrum may help resolve melanin paradoxes. One of many unique adaptations to flight, the pectin, which is a strange intraocular organ with unresolved functions. This is a part of the a bird, the birds, okay, the, 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 uh, the family of birds. It's called uh, pectin, which is a little organ. They don't know what to do. It's just like our appendix, right? is much enlarged and heavily melanized in birds fighting gravity, hypoxia, thirst, and hunger during long-distance, frequently sub-zero nonstop migration. So birds, man, you know how we literally hear birds flying south for the winter, and we never really think about it. But if you go in from, you know, New York to Miami, you go in like 1,500 miles almost, son, and to fly a distance like that without eating and drinking – you got to be on some Superman juice, you know? So the pectin may help cope with energy and nutrients needed under extreme conditions by a marginal but critical melanin-initiated conversion of light to metabolic energy coupled to local metabolite recycling. Now, what am I saying? When you look at a bird, when you look at the pectin, and you look at how they built the feathers of the bird. It has um, its shaft, and then, you know, the little, the little feathers come out the side. They're, like, completely hollow. So as they're flying, 
and 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 they they catching moisture in the air and they're sweating. This water gets caught in these narrow channels. These narrow channels start to channel and stream this water down into the second area where it's melanized, and the melanin area ends up disassociating the water, getting the energy out, reassociated, so they end up staying hydrated. They end up getting energy in the whole nine so they could fly, like, nonstop, you know what I'm saying, um, for 1,500 miles from from there and back, okay? So, like I said, we are children of the nomos, okay? Uh, the nomos, as they said, are, are the fish people, you know what I'm saying? Um, you don't got to get, you know, all bent out of shape, you know, trying to imagine what a fish person looks like. Fish always deal with the spiritual realm, the waters. You know, when you think of Kalunga um, in, the, in, in the Congo, cosmology, it is the realm of the waters. That's where the spirits come from. So you're talking ancestors, you're talking deities, you know, so you don't have to get spooked. These are the ancestors' return. You have 77 trillion years of information consolidated inside your DNA. Six foot of DNA is uh, wound tight inside of a cell that I don't know if you can fathom how small one of your cells are, but you are made up of almost 100 trillion cells with three-fourths of them are nucleated, meaning that they got DNA. And then your mitochondria has DNA inside of it as well. So if you think of all this DNA you have, all this oscillation going on, all that you have tapped in, there's no moment in time that you are alone. Um, Through these um, studies that they did with the DNA, they said that the best way for you to be able to tap into this language of your DNA is in a quiet condition, silent and relaxed condition. So they talk in meditation. So what's going on now is science is finally starting to admit to what we've been talking about for the longest time with the powers of, you know, uh, proper meditation, proper diet. You know, that's why y'all can't eat. Those the blood, the flesh, and the starch, because the blood, the flesh, and the starch does not have high biophotonic emissions. They do not create large quantities of light. There's low quantities of light. They create acidic environments in your body. They create worms in your body. You know what I'm saying? They create starch. You know, I know I know we went hard tonight. Y'all could go back and, and go over this again and again. But I had to let y'all know how dynamic y'all are. You know what I'm saying? The man of steel. I want you to say that one more time. Hold on. I want you to pull the wheel back, brother, and explain why that animal should not be an option if one wants to metamorphosize into their true self. Yeah, I mean, if you if you want to be one of those folks, remember I told you, if you want to be a, a son of Ogo, if you want to be a son of the Pale Fox, if you want to be a son of Fox of Rupert Murdoch, if you want to be one of Rupert Murdoch's children with the, the Pale Fox people, then go ahead and eat, eat your Wendy's burger, you know what I'm saying, get your ribs, go to Piggly Wiggly. I was looking at the news the other day, Blue, and they had a – listen to this. My people had a picket line. And about 12 deep outside of Piggly Wiggly, right? Because they were mad because Piggly Wiggly didn't have fresh meat for sale. Wow. 
when they went in there, all the meat was all bloody and flies and stuff. And I'm looking at the at the news, and I'm like, this is what y'all going to organize over? Like, why do you think a, a spot called Piggly Wiggly going to have anything that you need inside of it? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So if you think that you can go inside Piggly Wiggly or McDonald's or any of these places and eat blood and starch and flesh and think that those particular things that you're putting inside your body contain high quantities of photons, you are sadly mistaken and misguided. And I'm here to correct your uh, your problem right now and let you know that there are not large quantities of biophotonic emissions in all that garbage. And as long as you keep eating that garbage, what it's going to do is suppress your biophotonic emissions, and then your light won't be coherent. You won't create a laser inside your body. It will be scattered light, which then creates free radicals, which then creates large yeast production, which then creates large candida production, which then creates death to the body. Do you know who, uh, first of all, let me say this. This is how I'm going to close with this right here. The metanetter for Ra is the mouth, okay? We're talking Amun-Ra, you know what I'm saying? The power, the sun, the forest, the almighty, the Ra is the mouth, okay? One, because it deals with speech and your word, and your word connects to the DNA, as I said, but also what you're putting up in there, okay? Do you know who Ra's enemy was? Ra's main enemy was a pep. A pep was a this pep. large snake. And this snake, would, 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 when he would be able to rock Ra, he would create the formation of histones. Histones are um, proteins that end up consolidating your DNA into the form of a chromosome. It creates a shape with the DNA where they end up being in these four wave-like patterns, and the apex snake would create these patterns when he was bucking on Ra, meaning he's messing with the DNA it represented a, a, a force or an energy that, that, ha, that you have not controlled. Now, what is the name of the, the, the process when your cells start to die and kill themselves? What is the name of that? And you tell me that ain't no coincidence. Anybody know? Anybody know? We took my entropy. No, the name of the process when you incur oh, cell death, when your cells start dying, is called apoptosis. Okay. So how they go ahead and take okay. the apep deity who battles Ra and, and use that title for the death of your cell? You think that's a coincidence? You are going to suffer from apoptosis when you have all these problems going on in your body. Your cells are going to die. You are going to convert yourself into a, 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 a zombie, into a World War Z initiate. So if you want light, you have to create the proper antenna. you got to get up early in the morning when the sun is first rising within the, the, morning, the, the hour of its rise and the hour of its set, and you need to look at the sun. And these windows that you call your eyes will retrieve the photons of that sun and will charge your body and feed you the necessary minerals you need. You can eat off the sun straight up. 
These fruits contain the same ratio. Yes, the sun. The sun is our medium from Sirius. It's our placenta. If you think of a placenta of a child that is in the mother's womb, the child can't eat. The mother eats. You know what I'm saying? The nutrients get converted. It goes in the blood. The blood ends up feeding the child. The sun is our placenta. The blood comes in the form of photonic waves, okay, pockets of energy that come down to the sun that we drink, all right? You cannot drink from dead flesh. You cannot drink from Oreo cookies. You can't drink from pork rinds. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling you, you got to leave that garbage alone. You know what I mean? And I'd like to um, let everybody know I got word of a 40-day fruit fast that that, uh, Inky and Ali is proposing, and a lot of people is getting on the bandwagon. It's supposed to be from June 3rd to, I think, July 13th. I think that's 40 days where, you know, you know, eating the fruit, you know, nothing but fruit for for them 40 days, um, I'm going to jump on it. I'm going to do it, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, anybody that's proposing doing something like that, I can't even knock it, son. That's real, you know what I mean? And and out of all the years I haven't been in the conscious community, I haven't heard of any nationwide fast or anything like that, you know what I mean? And I'm not knocking Ramadan or anything, you know, of course that goes on every year, but I haven't heard anybody – putting them like that out there. So I'm going to jump on that as well, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, if people want any more information on that, you know, they I know it's all over Facebook. I say check that out. Um, but, um, yeah, man, I just had to come and give the people information and let them know that photosynthesis is serious, me, because that's our we, – we synthesize photons, we synthesize light by way of serious, right? You know what I mean? So I know that um, every time I go out at night, that's what catches my eye. Cain is major. I always see that thing blinging and twinkling to me, and I know, you know, something's going on. So I suggest everybody get their get their body right. So man is still about to come out. All of us need to be Kalel using the sun's energy to uh, stimulate gravitons in our body so we don't have to worry about being stuck. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, we can move around this thing and get some work done. And we can't think about building no nation. We can't think about building no nation or creating no commercial network amongst each other when we plumb crazy. We insane. You know, we we riddled with parasites and, and yeast and all types of stuff that's suggested our thought process and how we move through the world. We don't even have control of our own destiny. We People are mentally colonized where everybody is, is trying to keep up with the Joneses and you don't understand that you're a victim of inception. Somebody has placed a thought in your mind that has grown and you actually think you operating on your terms and conditions and you're not. So you need to take back control of your body, and the only way you're going to do that is if you feed your body the things that it needs. And you feed the things that the creator has provided for you, let the fruit be your meat, you know, look for the seeds, you know, no seedless nothing. You know, go out in the sun, make sure that melanin gets dark because, look, melanin is, is not the all-in-all either. It's It's a reactionary substance as you – do well with the foods that you eat and stand out in that sun, you create more of this this nanotechnology. Melanin is nothing but your body's, your DNA hypercommunication system taking the carbon that is inside of your body, creating nano 
um, machine, a nano me- mechanical machine that is in crystalline form that is able to use light in a more um, intelligent manner and convert it into electricity and other forms of energy that your body can use. But it's not going to be able to do that if you're not providing your body with what it needs. All right. Bro. You know, so on that note. Yeah. Eleven eleven, yo, let's visualize Sirius, baby. Yeah, visualize that 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 Canis Major, you know what I'm saying, that blinking star, that crystal. You know what I'm saying? If y'all outside, go outside right now and look at it. Yes indeed. For those that are, you know, within the nightlight, you know what I'm saying? Get out there and communicate with this star. Close your mind's eye and connect with it. Understand that your thoughts travel at unprecedented, you know what I'm saying, unprecedented speeds in microseconds, dwarfing speed of light, you know what I'm saying? So you could directly connect with that star. If you can see it, you can reach it. You feel me? And when we come back, I want you to build on this full moon, you know what I'm saying? This this emanation is coming forth, this this oh, yeah. night light. That, that bright light and the night light, all right? I hope, Co- we I hope gotta, Cosmo listens. He's listening. We got to bring him on in, man. We got we got a world premiere on deck tonight as well. So, family, please prepare yourselves. Find yourself in a pitch black place. Like the brother said, pure into darkness, okay? I'm going to start Get into darkness. Find yourself with your feet planted flat. Palms facing the ceilings on the edge of the knee. Index fingers touching. Tips of the index fingers, tips of the thumbs touching, forming a pyramid. Tip of the tongue touching the roof of the mouth. Eyes closed, pulling the air from the abdominals. Inhaling through the nose. Exhaling out of the mouth, meditating to the sounds of Omni Padme Om, which stands for the perfect balance of this universe. Uh, Jewel in the Lotus, you know, the balance between the masculine and the feminine principles. Those twin hemispheres in your brain as we sit in Gemini, communicate with our higher self, let it go.
Peace, peace to the chat, peace to the chat. Welcome back, y'all. All right. As the family settles back in, let me just pay these bills real quick. We will be back shortly. From times of lore, ancients believed gold aided in prolonged lifespans and cured many diseases. It is proven to enhance mental astuteness and sharpen intuition. Gold aids in optimal bodily function and increases electrical conductivity and cellular electrical impulses. Gold can balance energy fields and is beneficial for opening and balancing the crown, heart chakra, and the third eye. One of the main benefits from an active third eye, or pineal gland, is the ability to have lucid dreams. This elixir of life is now available in two ounces for an amazing low price of $49.99. Our bodies are our temples, and Soul Gold Liquid Drops is essential to our transformation. Order now. Go to www.soulgoldbiz.com today. Open up Red's line. Call it from the three four seven piece.
Big Tizzle. Yep, I'm here. Yes, indeed. You want to touch on this moon before we get into uh, question and answers? Oh, yeah, 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 most definitely. Yeah, man, it's, uh, I mean, if I know, I know it's still uh, daytime where you're at, but I know anybody who's out here on the east, um, if anybody's inside or outside, they can't help but see the large pool of light that's coming down. It's almost like the sun is up. And um, this is actually a super moon. Um, they're calling this a super moon, and it's a lunar eclipse, all right? Um, it's today and tomorrow, uh, and it's, it's, it's real, real strong. Um, now, the energy of this moon, uh, you'd like to know, blue as well as red, is the phoenix rises. <laughs> this the phoenix rises. They got everything to deal uh, with the Falcon. Um, you already know that um, Sagittarius deals with uh, expansion. It deals with, um, um, you know, going. And um, this particular uh, lunar eclipse is, is definitely highlighting that. Now, I know, um, I don't know if, uh, if Rock, who is anywhere is anywhere near the line. If he is, I know he'll tune in and he'll go in a lot deeper than me. Um, I'm going to keep it pretty basic, and hopefully he'll he'll call in and expound and go harder. But Sagittarius is the archer, you know what I'm saying? And the archer is all about aiming, you know, for your goal, for your destiny. It's, uh, they, they, they got the bow and the arrow because for most people who are trying to grasp something with their hands um, for the things that can't, they have the bow and the arrow so they can hit things that are far, far away. This eclipse is, is actually, uh, of course, increasing that power. So at this particular time, if there's something that seems like it's, you know, way out of reach or almost impossible to grasp, it's definitely within the windows of you grabbing it. And that is exactly why, you know, this particular presentation has been done tonight to show you that it's an illusion that, Something is far away because based upon quantum entanglement, shoot, you know, Adam could be 20 light years away and it's still operating on the same frequency. They still pop in the same way. So the only thing you have to do is get in tune with yourself and you can make that leap. You can make that jump. But like I said, you ain't going to do that on fried chicken. So, you know, like I said, Sagittarius expansion, Sagittarius uh, deals with higher learning. You know, it also deals with religion um, and things of that nature. So, you know, don't be surprised if, um, you know, there's going to be some news tomorrow, you know, on the religion tip, you know, dealing with some preacher or pope or, or something like that. Something's going to happen because, you know, there's just too much power for it not to, you know. Um, also, uh, you know, lunar eclipse means that, you know, the the, the, the sun is getting, I mean, the, the moon is getting blocked. And if the moon is getting blocked, that means the sun is becoming more of the center stage uh, energy. It's more of the, uh, the focal point. And if the sun is more of the focal point, that means it's more of an extroverted energy rather than an emotional internal energy. So, you know, to make a long story short, like, yo, there's nothing in your way. There's no excuses no more. There's no, ah, oh, man, you know, uh, we got it bad because we black. That is the most dumbest and stupidest 
uh, uh, thing ever created because we are blessed. <laughs> we are blessed to be blessed with the body and the genetics that we have. So when these cosmological events like this go down, we can benefit off of them when our body is in its correct state and correct order and our mind is in its correct order. So take advantage of this moment in time. You know, uh, I'll put it like this. this. This experience may even feel like a death of sorts. You know what I'm saying? Each of us have our own timetable for this process. These stages seem most likely to manifest when change is externally exposed, something of value is being lost or given up because of the change. During the breakdown phase, you may find yourself in denial and depression. You then move on to hope and acceptance. You can jump around quite a bit in the first few months after endings. There are no shortcuts to growth. Please be patient with your process and allow your life to unfold naturally. So, like I said, death is a part of our existence. You know what I'm saying? We're, we're transitioning right out of Scorpio energy into this thing. So, you know what I'm saying? We resurrectors, man. We resurrectors, brother. Indeed. Indeed. Okay. Yeah. Let me do this in true Scorpio fashion. I see a caller from the 310. 310-689. Caller, peace. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Here we go. Yo, Red Star Heat. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Red Star Heat. I'm a Red Star Heat. We waiting for we waiting on Red to spice him. But the people, they thirsty. They want that heat. They like, yo, it's getting hot. We need a soundtrack for the heat. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's right. The heat yeah. playing tonight, too, right? Yeah, they say man, they the need, heat and the paces. Oh, heat. you see, you see, yo, that that was about. a that was a forty-four. It came down to number forty-two, hit the free throw and left it at two point two seconds. The only way the game could be won is if they scored one hundred three. So they had to bring the the, the double twos to the four. Shit was forty-four out. Then LeBron made the layup. That was an amazing fucking feat. Yeah, he's really yes, showing you what moving with the mechanism, melanin as a mechanism is all about. Guess what you degree know? the full moon is at in Sagittarius, though? They Don't tell us, brother. Four degrees, four degrees, four degrees, baby. Oh, yeah. Four, Tipping on four, four. But look, you know, in homage to this to this energy and the fact that this brother just wrapped up a masterpiece, you know, and we left we leaving it on the note of change and transformation, what better way but to premiere this world premiere? Alright? This is Scorp family. Put that transformational energy in the air, you know what I'm saying? As that full moon just Brains that birthing plasmic energy on this planet. You. Spaceships, I hear that stupid shit. 
I'm on Earth, nigga. I don't give a fuck about no spaceships, nigga. Earth, nigga. I want the Earth, nigga. Birth and death, nigga. That's what I'm into. Black keys, white keys. Switch my piano, nigga. Universal sound. Yeah. Ratchet hip-hop, nigga. Black keys, white keys, switch my piano. Masters on the TV, 13 the channel. 13 the channel, 13 the channel. Masters on the TV, 13 the channel. Black keys, white keys, switch that piano, nigga. Yeah. From the 404, your line is back open. Peace. There it is. There it is. This man, classic. Classic. You know what I'm talking about? Listen to the yo yo. Classic. So, Lucky White Keith. Piano. Who's that piano? Hey. Keep on my nano. Connections and reflections. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh Lord, yeah, you know I know, you know I'm there with you. Electromagnetism, hey, hey. baby. Hey, hey, yo, wow. driving through Sirius, listening to Nomo. Yeah, 
spark. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's, that's the type of Molly we pop. Yeah. Get Molly. Molly. Popping that Molly. That dog on Molly. Oh yeah, you already know I got eight balls. I got eight more coming up. Well, you heard all of that space. space. All that space is for the for the heat. That's for oh, the you heat. already know. Not a KT hit me with that science. I'm about to stand in the sun tomorrow, mañana. And uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, make sure it's an hour, hour sunrise, an hour sunset. Don't do not do it too far after because that's when it starts pumping that, that real heat on you. You don't want that. Mm-hmm. Yo, let me ask you this, KT. You dropped it tonight. You got a nigga. I'm ready to turn vegan again, son. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> What's up, baby? Yeah, I just, when I was vegan, though, I used to just, I think I'm an empath or something, because I used to just be reading motherfuckers' thoughts, man. I didn't like people, man. You heard? Like, well, nah, yeah. You like, other shit, it, made me, it just made me, um, the, the regular food, it, it's like, that shit act like meds. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, <laughs> yeah. when nigga was vegan, yo, you'd be like, I was zero tolerance. Yeah, and then I used to blame everything that somebody was coming at me with on their diet. So I was kind of hard to deal with. You know what I'm saying? I used to be like, I used to be like, what? Shut up! You eating a motherfucking hero sandwich and trying to tell me some shit? Yeah, that's the first thing I used to be like. These motherfuckers just ate some chicken or tell me something. I don't want to hear that shit. Yeah, I said. So I was like, I used to, it was like abusive. You know what I'm saying? Right, 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 right. But shit. But then this is what they used to tell me though, or people used to, um, you know, instruct me on know that we we be talking about these African traditions. A lot of these African people wasn't vegetarians. You heard? So the 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 there is a place for blood. You heard? But we just the African American don't have no spiritual filtration device to tell them when it's all right to indulge and their body has not yet been acclimated to a means by which to rid itself of its indulgence. But it's very it's very hard and almost impossible to find the vegetarianism out in, in indigenous uh, places because the environment dictates that the people have to uh there's a there is a reason why the Maasai drink blood. You heard there's a reason why um you know, hunters upon, you know, going to hunt and find the meat, kill the meat, ask the meat permission to die and all that and do something, a sacrament to it, you know what I'm saying, and then indulge. But there's also uh, uh, a spiritual connection in my spirituality that connects, and this is something I can explain probably at another time, but the liver of all of all living uh, things that have a liver are connected to um, a celestial symbol and language, you heard, that we have inherited via a spiritual device left in the Bible that can be decoded with gematria. But every part of the body of not just animals but people as well is connected to, uh, it's like an electromagnetic conduit. You know what I'm saying, so to speak. So 
we have lost certain traditions on the meat preparation and how to deliver meat and how to present it to people. And the, one of the places that have those traditions for us intact, and they use it, and you can see they use it to avail is the uh, Jews. They are very particular about how they serve meat in the presence of milk. You heard? And at, and and it even goes down to this point where they even indulge in meat astrologically. They will wait to a particular time when it is a part of their spiritual gauge where they must indulge. You know what I'm saying? So everything you said was on point, like 150,000%, and in particular more important for the African-American here who doesn't have access to the meat that we can actually go kill. But when you go someplace... Like, when y'all go back home to the islands, you know, that, that fish in that water and that and them other, you know, animals there, it's going to be enticing, man, because you're going to see uh, beautiful black people indulging that's hundreds of years old, you know, and they, they have an environment that's conducive to it and maybe a good stock of it, but vegetarianism is definitely the um the godlike alternative for this environment. You know what I'm saying? But it has to be spiritually connected also to mental health because we know that just eating good is not just the only factor for being uh having character and good characters also being and having good environments where you can express yourself with people that understand you as well and can walk you through your transitions to a better lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? So when I'm around you know, you, KT, I don't know, when I be around, I be ratchet when I be around your brother. But when I be around you, I feel I feel inclined to eat, you know, my boysenberries and all of that. You know what I'm saying? It's because it's natural how you just give it. And plus, I've seen you eating good since you was a baby, and I've seen what it did to you. It made you excel beyond us. You're, you're really the advancement of the species. You know what I'm saying? Young brothers like you, you know, polite also. His yeah, you know, y'all y'all on another level. So shout out to y'all. Good show. Enough of me. I'll see y'all later. Thank you, brother. Hell yeah. All right. Peace, Lord. Hold on. I let that ghetto bird. Got a ghetto bird overhead. Oh, you know that. Who's that in the window? I can't hear you. I said, who's that looking in my window? Wow, no bat to no bat to now. Yo, you heard who's coming out on August 27th? Hello. Nah, who? Goody Mob is back. A word? Yep, the whole camp. They got a pie Everybody cooked back up. together. Huh? They got a pie cooked up? They going to deliver that? Yep. Yeah, they got a August. single out now with uh, Monet. What's her name? Jersey Monet. Oh, Janelle? Janelle Monet? Janelle, that's it. Janelle Monet. Yeah, they got a single with her right now. That's out. But they got an album on the 27th of August called Age Against the Machine. Age Against the Machine? That's it. Oh, I'm going to check for that. 
Oh, you know Goody. that. I'm in the A. You I don't man. got no choice. Yeah. All right, let's go to another caller. Bish, you bish. Yo, I'll be on my Kendrick, son. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Yo, I had to write I a post. Holiday. I had to write a post. Oh, Yo, I had to write a post on FB today, you know what I'm saying, questioning, like, what does it take for conscious people to support an artist and consider them one of their own? Like, what, is, what does a person have to do? Like, what limb has to be sacrificed and offered, you feel me, to, like, appease the blood appetite of this particular quote-unquote network or community. Like, here's a dude that went on MTV and told him, he's like, yo, that Molly shit is whack. You know what I'm saying? You know, they need to cut that out. So he's allowing or lending his voice to be an opponent of something, you know, that is going to be potentially harmless by way of exacting the effects that, the neurons in the brain have what you talking about tonight. Molly does the opposite, or it, it combats that in the melanated body. So many right. holes in the brain. You know what I'm saying? Isn't it ironic that it's called Molly? You think you think that's a coincidence? That they're it's, gonna have everybody ironic. against it's not Molly? Even ironic. It's not even ironic that it's called Molly, and when it was starting to be abused, they went into right. Molly and abused it. That's right. You know what I'm saying? They went into there and abused it. That's right. The museum. And prior to that, you're talking about linguistics. Prior to that, they were unable to do that. You know what I'm saying? Holly Barrett or Hallelujah. So, you know, what you doing? He made a song, you know, explaining why he don't drink. You know what I'm saying? He no longer drinks. People got it confused and they. They party to, um, oh, you know, yeah, swimming pools <laughs> as if it's a pro-alcoholic song, you know what I'm saying? But nah. he was telling y'all he don't bump with that. He also, also was speaking on, you know what I'm saying, that he don't, he don't blow herb. And, you know, I've been out here long enough to see that, you know, a chemically induced, you know, uh, uh, plant that they have marketed and promoted as as marijuana, you know, that's it's a it's a drug. It's a controlled substance. Yeah, man. So, you know, like he he puts it on the line, plus he's taking higher level of consciousness, thought and creativity to a whole nother plane in the eyes of the world. They admonish him for his intelligence and his genius. He's making he got being crown. smart all over again. He got the crown. He's officially, yeah, he got you know what I'm saying? He got the crown. Ain't no the doubt crown, about he's that. The crown king of this game. So, like, consciousness and won't one, even celebrate him. And the one in like, front of the gender is forever. You know, he got he got Kim Kardashian pregnant, you know what I'm saying, and he wears skirts, so they don't want to hear anything he got to say, even if he's raging against the machine that he helped, Look, there's, you know, reinforce. There's, 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 there's nobody of, of his stature and his caliber um, right now in the game. It's just not. His his frequency, he's on that 150 megahertz that the DNA is on. He I can't even. He ain't, he ain't on it. He ain't on a uh, rotary phone. 
technology, son. He's somewhere else. And he know it, and he keep it humble, too. He just he just be like, I'd be out of space with it. But, you know, I can still rock with you, though. Yeah. He does it Homie's effortlessly, man. I want to definitely salute him. We will have him on his program, you know, one of these days. But let me go to another caller, bring some more family into the bill. Caller from the 860-680, 860-680. Peace. Call from the eight six zero six eight zero. Peace. All right, we're gonna go to the eight six four, eight six four three thirteen, eight six four. Call it. Peace. Hotel, fellas. Hotel, brother. Peace, 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 peace. Um. I guess I won't be too long. That was some that was some serious drop, brother. That was some um some real um heavy that was some heavy science. Uh, that's, that's that's very well appreciated um by myself. Thank you. And that was the in depth look, man. So um you know and and and, and it was some it, it was some heavy stuff. So I you know I'm I'm pretty sure all of us that could receive that you know we're we're very thankful. Uh, but my question is, I guess when we talk about the melanin control and then oftentimes referring to, I guess, chi and us seeing that a lot of Chinese guys or a lot of monks have that control over chi from what I see. And do do we, are, are we doing that in, in, uh, in, in, our, in, 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 in the black community at all or us as African people, just um, uh, would there be like a martial arts type thing? Because I think I saw where uh, a Chinese guy he held he he was holding chi, and at uh, I, I forgot the name. Um, what's the name of the of, of the midsection? Not the perineum, but oh, the um, the 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 dantian, the dantian, the Uh Yeah, he was holding it there, and I guess the way um. Basically, we still are, are reflecting on our chakra system, but we basically are, are, are coming in, in tune. But I really don't see us doing that on a on a lot on a large scale. So, um, you know, and I do understand what, what what you're saying, but how can we do that as as ourselves right now? Oh, I can tell you right now. I I mean, um, I know I know a number of brothers that um deal with the martial arts, and I, I have a brother that that actually does qigong. And you can take my number right now, and you give me a call, and I'll put you in touch with him, and y'all can start building now. You know what I'm saying? And he can tell you exactly what to do. Okay, brother. What's your number? I mean, what's the uh, what's four zero four? Uh huh. Four nine two. Okay. Two zero two six, and if I don't pick right up, just shoot me a text. Just say I'm the brother from the show that wanted to know about the qigong or the dantian or the or the chi, whatever you whatever you want, and I'll I'll link you with my man. He's a great instructor. Okay, all right, and and you know all all these forms of Montu arts, martial arts. You know they you know. They come from our people. They're on the walls in Kemet. They're, they're all over the world. And in all our communities, there are people, our people that are doing instruction. 
It's just that we have not, because we have the highest level of hypercommunication internally, unfortunately we have not externalized it, you know, in our world. I mean, we utilize the existing structure of social media, you know, and take it to the next level, but we haven't integrated it commercially, you know, as a people yet. So there could be somebody right to be in your building, you know what I'm saying? Uh, if you're in an apartment building, it could be up on the fifth floor that is a, a, a capoeira instructor. You never know. You know what I mean? But they are active in all the communities because every, every hood I go to, I run into somebody that's teaching something. You know what I mean? But uh, they we're present. We're here. We just, you know, we don't got no billboard up. We don't got no commercial. You know what I'm saying? And you don't see, you know, the van with the rap billboard on it, you know, that's that's advertising the class either. You don't see it like that. But um you hit me up, I'll link you with my man, um, and then you can go from there. Okay. All right, bro. No problem. All right, man, I greatly appreciate that. Thank you. And and, and listen to the show again, because, look, even though I'm speaking it, I got an understanding of all of it, but I constantly study it again and again and I constantly get new information out of what I've already read. So I don't want you to think I'm on here and I, I got this thing down like, you know, ABCs. You know, it's it's still something that I'm studying, but I know that I, I don't want to just hog info for myself and be like, I'm the man, I got it. I want to put it out there. So because it's on the show and you could download it, like go back and listen to it again focus on the points that you know you feel in, expound on it and you know and you'll and you'll get more every single time cuz you know that's what I do. Oh yeah, brother, and it's greatly appreciated. Thank you. All right, hold up, fellas. Hold up, bro. Hold up, bro. Peace. Okay, we're going to go back to the caller from the 680 680 to 860 680 caller. Chill. Peace. Hey, how you doing, guys? Hey, hey, Yes. Um, I guess I tuned in kind of late tonight, but one question I do ask, because y'all talking about Sirius B, in regards to um, glucose, is it that with the um, stars that align with our, um, let's say, our melanated bodies, does it, in a form, affect the glucose level in our bodies? Oh, does the alignment affect? affect the glucose level in our bodies? Yeah. Well depending on depending on what you're eating it can, you know what I'm saying? Um because any any time there's any type of alignment in the stars, it definitely affects, you know, the waters in your body and certain frequencies and things of that nature. If your blood is already saturated um with large quantities of glucose mm-hmm. and your and your viscosity changes, meaning, you know, the the is is not at the density that it's supposed to be is thicker and your body is working in a different manner, so it's putting off a different type of vibration, then you're not going to be able to, you know, decode and assimilate the the information and light that's coming down to you properly because your body is out of whack because of that. So not necessarily, um, I, I would say, affected, but it being in that state can prevent you from, you know, being a, a proper antenna, you know. If you if the antenna's bent, it ain't gonna pick the signal up the same way if it's straight up and down like it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, who who you? What's your name again, sir? Who me? Yeah. 
Yes, my name is KT, KT the Arc Degree. Okay, and you a cosmologist? Cosmologist? Uh, I mean, I really don't have no title. If I could pick a title, I'd say I'm an ethnobotanist. I deal with um, tying tying plants to culture. You know, I, I deal with nutrition, physiology, cosmology. Uh, I deal with a lot. I'm a decoder, <laughs> a decoder of sorts, I guess. Decoding, okay. All right. Um, what else I could ask? Um, besides the serious beat that y'all did talk about, and I'm a heart. Listen to this again to hear from the beginning. Um, what the Dogon knew and projected like thousand thousand years. Do they predict how the um, plant will will go in for in future, or because it, since they know this knowledge for such a long period of time, how the plant's gonna be working from here on end? Well, I'll tell you this. Um, if if you if you I don't know if you're familiar with with the Dogon too much or not, but you know they they were able to tell, um, you know the the Caucasian that you know there was a serious A, B, and C prior to them having you know the technology to be able to see B and C. Um, it's only until recently, um, you know, were they able to see B, and I don't think they they still don't have a picture of serious C yet. But you know, based on you know radio, you know the radio waves and all you know, stuff like that, they able to see it in that order. Um, now, based on the type of information they have on the stars and the four clocks, because they got four types of calendars, um, I don't see why they would not be able to. Um, I'm not saying like foresee in the future, but calculate through their calendar system. Um, and a, a, an alignment that would take place that correlates with us being influenced by, you know, Sirius in a certain light. Oh, I see. Okay, all right. I guess that's all. I don't know anything else. I, I wish I heard this to earlier part asked a little bit more, but you know, I tune in. So, you know, I have yeah, to make sure that you listen to all yeah, you know, yeah, I'm I'm up I'm up in there and we we in there we got a lot of shows and you can go back and listen to this again and again. This ain't the last time I'm gonna be on here. I'll be back to do Star Trek uh, Into the Darkness Decoded, uh, you know, in the next week or so. So just just look for KT the Arc Degree on Nodalez Radio. I'll be back on. Okay, it is um in, oh yeah, cause like same thing with Bawa, Bawa that deals with the um star system. Um, twins. Say, the name Baba Baba New. The okay. Cosmo, the the priestess. Yeah. Yeah, Baba New. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, I was wondering, does he have one more episode to finish Baba New? Cause I think he talks about the same thing too. Am I right? He does expound upon it as well, as well as Ross Ben. Uh, Red, you you with us, okay. bro, man? Red. Yeah, when Red comes back on, I ask him. Just you know, as long as you continue to listen to the program, I'll get you your answer before we uh before we part ways tonight. All right. All right, good. Thank you. All right, I want to say thank, thank you for the peace. Appreciate the support. Yes, peace. Peace. Let me go to caller from the seven one eight now. Seven one eight three one eight seven one eight caller. Peace. Yes. Yes. Peace. Peace. Um, peace. peace. 
Peace. Um, I want to just make a quick comment before I ask my question. I don't know if y'all said it, but I have to say, like, the Kendrick Lamar album is the flyest <laughs> album I listen to lyrically. And I know I can't stop talking. I listen to it every day because it's been I mean, a long time. every day. Yeah. Every I, day, I, every day. It's been a long time mm-hmm. since I've heard an album lyrically that I can sit down and listen to from start to finish. To finish, and it is, man. And I'm inspired to write after that. That's serious to me. Hey, that's what I'm people, talking about. A lot of people now don't do that for me. I could just write and just not listen to it, you know, just to have something in the background while I'm writing. But if I, if his album right there inspires me to write, and it, it is the best lyrical album. I just have to put that out there. So um, with that said, um, I have a question it is to um, the panel, everybody, what is the art and science of teaching? What is the art and science of teaching? Hmm. Now, I'm going to be honest, I don't even know how to answer that question. Well, I, I, I would say it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a art and it's a mechanism, and there's an art to the mechanism, and Teaching requires the skill to impart, right, and the skill of listening, both of which are time-true disciplines, okay, because people that have information, they don't necessarily know, mean that you know how to talk or convey that info. Now, you can know how to talk, but you may not know how to convey it, meaning that I can give it to you like this, motherfucker, you know what I'm saying, and that's not conveying it. So you have to be able to connect with your student, where you're able to impart this information or impart the wisdom, and they're able to receive it, which requires them to be able to listen. Now, some people have the skills where they can still listen and talk. So listening doesn't necessarily mean that one has to be quiet, okay? But are you receiving the information? You know what I'm saying? Are you listening to what's being said? Are you asking the critical questions at the right time in your own mind and formulating some sort of discourse where you could go and either ask the teacher, right, or you can do the field of research to actually obtain the, the answer yourself. So in, 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 in my mind, you know what I'm saying, that's the answer that I have for that. Well, I ask because it's like when it comes to this type of information is so abstract. It's like, where do you begin to really start people and work them up to fully comprehend and understand what you have to say? Oh, you mean in regards to the topic tonight? Yeah, in regards to the topic of light tonight or any subject of metaphysics or cult. Okay, well, I would say, well, that's good to see. With with that on it, that gives that gives a little bit more body, and 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 I I could I could go off that now. I would say um, it's it's in direct relation to everything of the main topic tonight, and that's communication. Um, like 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 I started off with a, a cosmology, um, and then I got into science, and then I kind of dealt with just direct to the people of, you know, uh, things that they should do. And pretty much that has always been a form 
since antiquity in which and how we taught has been through the art of allegory or story. Uh, the the jelly the and the, the, the jolly kunda um, and all our, our ancient societies, the elders were responsible for uh, creating song and creating story um, in that format to communicate, you know, to the people, um, you know, their creation history, their information, who they are, you know, the sciences and things of that nature. From them learning the story and from them learning the song, then they were able to discuss in detail the sciences and build off one another, and, and then from that they able to apply it in their everyday life. So I did it tonight in those different avenues because I know there's all types of people listening. There's people who, like, what is a Dogon? And there's people who's like, oh, man, you know, isolation. And then there's people listening who's like, yo, I love Kendrick Lamar. So it's like you hitting it on all different points so that you can communicate on different levels to different people because everybody's on a different vibration. Somebody's on 107.9, someone's on V103, somebody's on, you know, 102.6, you know, and you have to turn the channel in order to tune in to the different people's frequencies. So I think teaching has to deal with proper communication to an individual. You know, what is the message, as my brother just said, the word convey, what is the proper message you're trying to convey to an individual, and I know there's so many listeners out there, and in order to get, you know, the communication out to them, you got to be multifaceted, and you have to be able to give it out on different levels. So I know I was able to strike you, you know, with, with certain things that I said, and then I know I was able to touch other people with other notes, you know, that's why it was, you know, a lot, but it was just to show, look, we come from immemorial history, history of the, we have no beginning, we have no end. And there's proof that through history that goes back, I don't know how many years. And then guess what? We have science to back it up. And then guess what? We have our physiology to, to back it up. And then guess what? If we don't take care of our physiology, then we won't be able to be in tune with that power. So, you know, it was just, um, it was just communication. Okay. Yes, Thank family. You for that. Indeed, give me one second. We got a minute left to the live stream if you want to continue with us. It's called 347-637-2135. Call us now, 347-637-2135-347-637-2135 if you want to continue past the live stream. All right, if not, peace to the family that has joined us tonight. Please check out the archive. The remainder of the show will be in the archive. Feel free to share it, download it, you know what I'm saying, send it to somebody that you love, somebody that you feel this information will impart, you know, some sort of light bulb going off on, especially the children. Sit with your children, share the parts of this discourse that are applicable to them, okay? Paint a picture. Actually pull a, a, a pencil and the pad out, you know what I'm saying, these concepts as he explains them and breaks them down when he explains the tubes are like um, straws and things of that nature, you know, show yourself what it looks like so you can now impart this information. You can become the teacher and teach the little ones exactly what their capabilities are, all right? They're going to spray this 
radiation and all of this stuff over them and they want to create mutants, then you got to counteract that and, you know, plant that right seed in them, you know what I'm saying, and create your own level of, of mutations where these children's minds are morphing into these quantum computers, you know what I'm saying, these, these, but those carbonated inner mechanisms, that's some shit that's sold by Apple, you feel me? So, that's it, that's it. All right. Um, yes. Okay. Yeah. Do you have your own YouTube channel or website where I can, you know, listen to you and stuff? Check out your information. Well, I I have a. Are you talking to me or? KT, you. Okay. Yeah. I have um I have a a, a large archive um with Nota Ledge because you know we're we're actually all brothers so it's all our show, um and I come on often so I I know I have a good maybe 20 some some odd shows on Nota Ledge alone um and I have um some some other uh lectures and events that I've done as well um I have a a website for my website it's pretty much all of my nutritional products cuz you know I I'm a nutritionist I deal with physiology um which is soionic.com s o i o n i c uh, dot com, um, and you can go there, and I also have a contact us, so you can email me if you have any questions, if you have any requests, um, and I'm con- I'm um, currently in the process of um, creating a, a few DVDs right now to put out, um, and this this uh, show tonight is actually one of them, which will be accompanied by, you know, images, you know, pictures, animations, things of that nature to go more in detail Um and that's why I made sure I started the show um, uh, telling everybody the scientists' names um, and and the references to the research papers um, where I got this information from. So when people listen to the show again, they you know they could pick and choose and they could look it up and and then it'll you know it'll hit them in a certain light um, and they can spread the information. Uh, thank you. I mean, you know, we we're nothing without the support, so I'm 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 grateful. I'm very grateful. Yep. Thanks. Peace. Peace, Minty. Peace. 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 All right. Peace. Let me go to four eight four four eighty four two five zero. Caller. Peace. 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 You hear me? Yes, peace, brother. How y'all doing? Phil, A.A. Rashid, if you're still on, KT. All is well. All right. Um, I've been, I was in and out of the show tonight. I was, like, coming from work, and then, actually, I was down Philly. I don't know if you guys heard about the uh, Kanye West uh, uh, video showing in Philadelphia, but I headed down there, too. So I caught bits and pieces of the show. Um, but I enjoyed it. Um, the melanin thing, man, it just keeps getting, I should say, better and better. Because um, I know, it's funny, because when I first heard about melanin myself and um, started studying it, uh, I think like, one of the first people I heard talk about it was, like, Phil Valentine. You know, it's, it's you know, I, I kind of feel like, uh, you know, give me a, a sense of, I don't know, it sounds weird, but, like, pride, you know. And you don't know much about it, but, you know, you hear it's a great elaborate thing. You know, it's kind of like, you, you know, ironically, you know, you got uh, KT breaks down the uh, the movies and 